Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What the fuck is going on? Wow, great energy, great energy. Uh, What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest, give our talking points, uh, this, that, and the next. But uh, first, Kamar, how was your week? Uh, point of privilege. <laughs> you remember that that yeah, clip? Of course, yeah. <laughs> we were doing point of privilege after saying everything that they did at site. It was so funny. Uh, making fun of that shit. Um, I had a crazy week. Uh, usually I read off the Patreons. There are no Patreons this week, but I still always want to give a shout out to all the Patreons and all the listeners that aren't Patreons yet. Get on the Patreon before we get Shadow Band 53. Uh, this is not Age Wells, plus we do the post show every week, uh, follow up after the show. Um, I had some bad luck. I was driving down the street and um, I pulled over, went to the store, got a steak, and when I pulled out, this is what I didn't mention. I was in the middle <laughs> in the middle of the intersection and my steering wheel snapped. So car no work no more. Like major traffic. So you're just stuck in the intersection. Just standing there like an asshole. You had to wait for like a tow truck to come or something? I had to wait for a tow truck to come or something. But first, the homeless guy came up to me, like trying to help me, you know what I mean? And the cop showed up and it was just like standing there for 45 minutes, just everyone like wondering the rubberneckers, you, you know what I mean? Like, And you know, I like to be out there in the limelight, but not with a fucking piece of shit car. And the problem was, how much was it going to cost to fix this car? Because I have my verdict on Thursday, so I might lose my license. And then what was the point? And I think I made a bad decision. But we'll see. Because I got the car fixed. I think you made a good decision. If I lose my license on Thursday, I made a horrible decision. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you're going to lose your license on Thursday. Well, I think I'm I might. trying to give you that good mojo. Because my lawyer sent me an email saying... Uh, this is a record of how much I charge you. You can see I did a lot of stuff for free, which in my head was him saying, this is looking good, but I did everything I could, so you're on your own, kid. We'll see. No, I don't, I don't read that like stay that. Stay more positive. Yeah, yeah. I would I would yeah. stay positive. That's like, yeah. I got me. you off, and you only paid me this measly little sum. Make sure you buy me a really nice bottle of whiskey well, or something. Well, that would make sense after the verdict, yeah. but... The week before, it's sort of like he's he's making a cushion there. You know or, what I mean? Or he thinks it's in the bag. <laughs> yeah, my head didn't go that way. Let's, obviously, we were hoping for the best. Thank you, fans, for your support through this. This is going to be very exciting. Um, also, I had a crazy dream that I uh, a guy got out of prison that I sort of knew, and I got it so that he got out of prison on account of my um, staying at my parents' house. And I was riddled like sw- night sweats on how I'm going to bring this up to my parents and tell them. And and I think, I think it may have been like I've, I I sometimes I give energy to things that don't deserve it. Like there's no reason for me to help this guy out. I've known you for a long time, Kamar, 
And if I had once heard a story about you knowing some guy who got out of prison and you would let them stay at your parents' house. Par for the course. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I know, but it was like I tried to help someone and just made my life worse. Mm, I see. Oh, and it's like, is it a sign or whatever? But anyways, that, that was my weekend in a nutshell. Are you saying that you had a dream that you sabotaged your own life? That doesn't seem like you. It wasn't sabotage about life. It was the position of like the stress is how am I going to tell my parent you what? <laughs> There's a guy who just killed people. I don't even know what the guy's crime was, but he's excited to get out. My parents don't know that they're going to have a criminal yeah. living in their house for the next year. How am I going to make this work? Like, you know, when you wake up and you're so relieved, like, oh, yeah. none of this is true. Yeah. Thank God. That's the best day. Eh? It, yeah. was, it, was, it was the best, but up until my eyes opened, I was really stressing this. I have a it ton of... two ways, though. Sorry. When you have great dreams, you wake up and you're like, oh, that wasn't real either. Yeah, I have a lot more of the... Uh, the other ones, yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of dreams where I'm back in high school and I haven't completed uh, or in university yeah. and I have like a test and I haven't gone to any classes and I like... Probably because that really happened to me. Uh -huh. So I'm just reliving it over and over A lot over of assignments again, you know? missed from Simon. It's so funny. The, we talk about it later on, but um, my son, like when... You know, how Joe said, when I talk to my daughters, I always say, like, I fucked up. I did this. Like, that's exactly how I talk to my son. Like, I, this is exactly how I fucked up. I see that you're fucking up the same way. <laughs> like, it's a. Uh... But you remember what it was like to be a kid? You yeah, listen. yeah. Like, you were just like, yeah, but I'm different. I'm and I was gonna... so much worse. Like, when I think about the things I put my poor mother through, like. I was all over the place, man. But this is a major fork in the road for you and your son, right? Uh, you can't say to your son what it's like when you're 17 and the world shuts down for a year. You, you know what I mean? And hopefully you talk to him and figure it out. There's no comparison to just, this It's to just me. such an interesting time yeah, for it's, everyone. It's been a really fucked up time for sure because you're like, you want to say, go out. Get out there, you know? But at the same time, you can't and i feel like there's a stress that like children naturally like look up to parents like everything's going to shit but you know what's going on and then you're like i i really don't know what's going on or like it's it's just it's a stressful time i mean in all fairness it's not like ottawa has been pretty lucky in he's not afraid to go and right you know it's, is he, he he has been afraid or you've been afraid for him no i'm saying he hasn't None of none of us have had any reason to really like, like zombie apocalypse afraid. Yeah. When you see what's going on in fucking India, man, we're yeah pretty goddamn lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. How was your week, Simon? My week was fine, Matthew. Okay, that's um, good. Yeah, not not much going on. Fucking I meant snowed to, yesterday. I meant to tell you, someone on the Patreon suggested for you specifically that there was mm. something you should watch on Netflix. I'll pass it along Ooh, to you. I'd Remind like me to before we leave. It yeah. might have been that synchronicity. No, there was a different on, one. Oh. This was the, from someone else, yeah. Shout out Patreon. Synchronicity? Yeah, someone on the Reddit suggested we watch Synchronicity, and then Kamar pointed out that it's not, you need a VPN. It's not on Canadian I Netflix. looked for it immediately. I listened to all recommendations from the uh, Patreons. Okay. Mm. How's your week, Matt? My week was fine. Thank you, Kamar. Hi. <laughs> you've, you've been doing... A bird told me you were doing well betting on sports. <laughs> can I actually tell you... Can I tell you the craziest thing? So here's what's nuts is on Bodog, you can see all your transactions. So you can... It tells you 
Like, if you're really up or down. Well, the other thing that's crazy is it shows you like your last 24 hours, last three days, last seven days, last 31 days. In the last 31 days, now keep in mind, this isn't money I've put on there. But in the last 31 days, I've spent $14,200 on Bodog. Is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? Well, I'm up. So it's not like... like It has... that uh, You do better there than uh, Bitcoin. Uh, I don't have any Bitcoin. Well, then you are doing much better. Yes, than I'm doing much better. Yeah. In Bitcoin. I'm just saying, if you go to the casino over a course of a year, yeah. you'll remember when you win $800 and you'll choose to forget when you lose $400. Yeah, and, and you we'll... never tell anybody when you lose. Over the course of the thing. See, that's weird. I always tell you guys when I lose. And I tell you when I lose big. Always? Yeah, always, yeah. Okay, well, you're the exception. Yeah, you're the exception to the rule, I guess. I lie all the time. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. no. I mean, for sure. Oh, you yeah. hear about half of the times I lose oh, money. And no, a yeah. good break-even story yeah. every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just for good measure, Kamar. But but even then, you don't record all those. I appreciate you being honest for your big loss in the casino. And and when I say me, I mean everyone. I, I, I think that's a general statement. It was yeah. more just to point out, Kamar, how much sports betting I've been doing in the last month. I know, but those are stats you can use, no? I don't know. No. I mean, listen, if I had put 14000 through and I was up fourteen k, then that'd be a great fucking story. But Then you'd be at 28000 right now. Yes, correct. Wow, with the math you can do, yeah, Kay. Maybe wild. you should yeah, be you doing should be on I should move on. to China. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they throw away mathematicians into prison there. All right, do we want to uh, go over the guest list real quick there, Kamar? What a week. It's been uh, hit and miss the last couple weeks, but this one I thought was chock and block. We started 1640, the Forrest Gump of uh, journalism, Josh Rogan. Kamar, real breaking news. We got a new Patreon, $5 level, Richard Powell. Richard Powell, son of Stacey and Powell Peralta, unbelievable, Santa Cruz. Thanks for having a pronounceable last name for us. Late breaking news. Uh, Thank you so much, Mr. Was it Richard Powell, you said? I believe it was Richard Powell. Ricky Powell. Yeah, Richard Powell. Sorry, come on, keep going. Powell. So we had we had you Josh, don't know it could be Josh Rogan. This is a shit show. Point of privilege. Can we say what happened? Oh yeah, point of privilege. I, just I forgot to push the button again, and we did a full like hour and twenty. <laughs> point of, point point of privilege. privilege. I don't want to give him his point of privilege. Can I do that? Yeah. Does ahead. that yeah. stop him from talking? Rescind the privilege. Yeah, you just say, comrade. <laughs> Denied. Denied. But, <laughs> I just think there's a silly giddiness going on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not joy. It's because we've done this already. But you know what? It almost feels like that giddiness is better than the first one. It's Actually, I was going to say the second yeah. run is going much yeah. better already. Yeah, it feels better. And we can cut out some of the Josh Rogan fat. I've done yes, some good. Yes, agreed. I've done some good self-editing. Uh, yeah, so we had 1640. <laughs> well, that's for the last episode. Boris Gump of journalism, Josh Rogan, followed by... I think the alien of the month, 1641, flying Maddie Matheson, followed by the Ginger Ranger. The Ginger Ranger? The Ginger Ranger. That's what I call him now. <laughs> Andrew Santino, 1642, and finish off with a thoughtful conversation with a professor on the importance of free speech, 1643, John Zimmerman. He had a chance to redo them all, right, Maddie? Yeah. The first time he went with the Ginger Singer. 
I know. Where I was like, that is horrible. <laughs> this I, time, what did he do? The Ginger Ranger. But the, the Ginger, ginger S- Ranger. The, the Ginger Singer is the best name for him because he is that guy. He liked to burn Jamie. Like, he's a burner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Singer. Okay. Eh? Sure. Well, you should have stuck with Singer. Wow. I, hey, prior privilege. <laughs> Let's go back to the Ginger Ranger. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit. Oh, we can't edit that back in because we don't have it. No, we don't. It's, um, there's nothing there. It's gone. Forever. All right. Well, there you go. Let's rate it. But uh, oh, the, the two points that I made before uh, is that the casting works, and like I said, that is the best way for me to consume it. And they turn down the neon light. Yeah, the lighting in there is great now. Uh, I'll start off the rating. Uh, I'll give this week uh, four point four. I'm gonna stick with my four. You had a chance to take that back. <laughs> no, but I, I, I believe in it. You don't believe in I, a four point four. Don't tell me. Let it go. I, I really do. Three. I give it a three. Okay, there we go. I will say, back to your lighting comment, I mentioned last week that I thought the sign should be where the TV is. I stand by that. Oh, yeah. Because there was a shot. He heard us. We know he listens. There was a shot. He did not eat it. (laughs) There was a shot this week of him and Santino watching something on, on the TV. And I was like, the sign would be perfect there. But then there's nowhere for them to watch the TV. So I get it. But those, we'd have our inset monitors in the table. Yeah, the UFC monitors. I just don't get why they show the back of Joe's head so close sometimes. Of the scar? Just period. Why is that a camera angle that exists in Joe Rogan? Because that's the camera angle going across the desk to the guest. That's because they... Okay. (laughs) Just back to... Industrial light magic over here. always says. It could be a two-camera system, but they actually have like 17 cameras. Well, if you have the money, throw it around. I mean, there's no reason why Joe should ever have that be a camera shot for him. I don't think it's that big a deal. Anyway, let's 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 get her rolling. It's unflattering. Okay, fine. Go. Josh Rogan. 1640. Josh Rogan, the made up name for Joe Rogan. I'm going back with that one. Okay. Um, Which reminds me, that was so funny in the Dave Smith episode where he was talking about losing his license and then he's trying to tell them his name is Dave Smith and that would be the name that you would use if you were. Sure, it is, bud. We used to always use we used to always use pro skater names. That was like the go to because uh, you could always pull a pro skater's name out of your head right away. Well, well also celebrities will do that when staying in a hotel or whatever to yeah. for the sniff off. Uh, when I was journalism. in the high school, my one of my doubles partners one year on the tennis team, his name was Joe Smith. He was an Australian exchange student. Joe Smith. Interesting. That's very made up. Kamar Mary used to work at a super highfalutin hotel in Vancouver called the Loden. Uh, all, tons of famous people stayed there when they were filming, and they all had Dave Smith. ridiculous aliases. They're all Dave yeah. Smiths. Charlie Parker's, this, that, and the next. They didn't use one. They would always use like some old celebrity name or something, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, wasn't a Joe Dave Smith type of situation. I just wanted to say before we get into it, Josh Rogan, seventeen year journalist. Thank you, Kamar, for that. Can you even compare this guy like Chris Cuomo or Donald? You know what I mean? Like this is a journalist. This, this, when I'm if I'm following someone, this who I want, like a nerd that. But I would never, I I would never think of any of those guys as journalists. Well, they all. do. Do they though? They do. Okay. Uh, unless it's you know we're all in the family. I look at I guess uh, Tucker Carlson and Chris Cuomo. Either side, they're equals. You know what I mean? Sean Hannity. Yeah, and, I don't think any of those guys are journalists, in my opinion, though. You're right. Maybe they think of themselves as journalists. And I think they had to start. Oh, I'm sure I don't they need to go into that. Yeah, of course, yeah. This guy, so much more credibility than all those guys. Any day of the week. Low bar. 
But yes, I agree. You're correct. You're not wrong there. Off the top, what do you think about his story about the moon watch there, uh, Simon? The moon watch. Go on. Oh, yeah. So he said he had, he was like, I have the same watch you have. And then Joe was like, isn't it an astronaut's watch? Didn't they make it because it can work within zero gravity? Because I think most watches need gravity for the... I don't know shit about watches, as you can tell. Well, there was a contract with Omega to make the moon watch to be the watch that went to the moon. But the guy, allegedly, but the guy trusted his Seiko and took it. Whoa. Which was a super other gamble, because if the gravity thing does fuck it up, and this allegedly was for the timing of the blasting, like, timing was very important I'm gonna have to the look mission at, pulled off. I'm going to have to look into that. Because <laughs> he does watch and ramen noodles as a, a side hustle. Allegedly. Yeah, that's his, allegedly. yeah. What an interesting side hustle. It is, but if you take two interesting things and put them together, in this world now... What are those Venn diagrams with the two circles? It's genius. Yeah. That is a very interesting way to do it. You just pick two really different, (laughs) really popular things and force them together into like a... um, Welcome to my new show, Guns and Chocolate, motherfuckers. Grangelina sort of situation. To each their own. I thought it was the best when he was like, um, I'm a failed... I forget what he failed at. But they said, you know, you're a failed kickboxer. <laughs> and he was like, I, I mean, no offense. Like, no, that's fair. I am a failed <laughs> kickboxer. Is Joe a failed kickboxer? He won no, like Josh. Champion- oh, Josh. No, Joe is the failed kickboxer. Oh, sorry. Josh said, about- I'm a failed tennis player or whatever. And you're a failed kickboxer. I thought he said he was. I thought he did a martial arts too that he said he failed at. He might have been failing at. Uh, nunchucks because I met I pictured I saw this <laughs> failed at failed at nunchucks. nunchucks I saw this video of this fat guy in like a a red gi just kick one bomb this guy in a backyard fight the other day and I immediately thought of this guy hmm. so I was telling you gentlemen about how I listened to something about uh, how the Nazis or the Germans were um, six months away from you know, maybe winning the war and had they had a little more time to bring some of their weapons in air quotes online, we could all be speaking German right now and not as like hyperbole, like that could really have happened. And that's a really interesting thing to think about. I have a tough time believing they would have made it over to the States. Okay. Well, I mean, you think they would have taken over Europe and then spent the time taking boats over to take over the US. They spent the time going up to fucking Antarctica, Matt. Yeah. yeah I think thought, they were coming over they to the thought States. There was cold Jews up there. Son, well, is Antarctica there. up now? We had, is that what we're doing? We had all sorts of uh, things they wanted over here too. Yes, they would have come. It would have been exactly like it was in that. But um, hold on. But you also think the US would have lost to the Germans. I no, want to understand I'm that not, too. I'm not saying that. We won. No, but I'm saying you. What your argument is is they said they were six months away from winning the war. Yeah. So your your argument is that they would then would have come over and then beat the Americans it, on their if, own soil if they really had these weapons that you know. Look, mm-hmm. they were very advanced in the rocketry. We sure, know this. Sure. If they were sitting on things that look, maybe they were up. I'll paint you a little picture, okay, Matt? Maybe they were up in uh, Antarctica because they were unearthing something that they needed, that they knew was up there. Yeah. And had they had a little more time to get it, uh-huh, maybe uh-huh. it was some sort of phaser gun or portal Ooh, machine or, yeah. or, Matt, a UFO. 
that they were able to fly and win the war and then fly over to America and just fucking destroy everything. Who knows, right? Like, so uh, a lot of things could have happened. Okay. Um, just, it, it's an interesting concept. And it's like that uh, show on Amazon, Prime, yeah. uh, Man in the Iron Castle, which gets kind of crazy with the time travel and stuff. But at the beginning, it's just a very interesting kind of concept of what that may look like. I'm just going to say this to me when you, when you throw time. Gesundheit. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, my allergies. You're so good looking. God bless you. You're so good looking. My allergies are fucked. Um, if you throw time travel into your movie or television show, I look at you as a very weak writer. It's such an easy cop out. And J.J. Abrams, I'm looking right at you. I think time travel is just such a. Fucking, hey, J.J., if you're listening. Yeah, it's such an easy plot. Whole. But like, uh, Simon, this one certainly isn't easy the way they make it work, but it's just it changes the complexion of the show at that point. Simon, you were saying <laughs> that Germany was six months because of weapons. Potentially, yeah. But there's also arguments that they could have won if they just didn't fight Russia. Have you heard that before? Uh, but yes, yes. But to Matt's point, in order to then take over the world, like... No, I, I agree with you that they were advanced. Like, they made the biggest gun ever first and yeah, they did rockets and they could have done stuff. But in the same breath of, like, uh, had they six months to use these weapons or, again, not attack Russia, we could be the, yeah. all speaking German the same way. And again, that just shows you how important fucking Antarctica must have been to them because amidst all of this... <laughs> they had all those resources designated up there. Or and they were being what, led by a meth addict. Yep, yeah, maybe. Or guys who believed in some really wonky shit. What I was saying earlier was like after Operation Paperclip and everybody, you know, the best minds get brought over here. We look at it as like they were prisoners brought over here. But maybe they were like all just willing participants. And then you look at, I gave you the example of MK Ultra. Because MKUltra is mind control ultra. That's it. This whole thing is for you to point out that control is spelled with a K, right? Well, that's yes. just a really good example of, like, that's part of our vernacular now. Nobody even bats an eye about it. Like, f because, Kamar, my... I'm just as stupid as everyone else. I didn't realize until I listened to what I listened to. I was like, fuck. It never even occurred to me that that was a German word, control with a K. I was just like, yeah. MK Ultra. It'd be cooler if MK stands for Mein Kampf. I mean, it probably does. Mein Kampf Ultra. Oh, wow. Fuck. How you sneaky. Just blew Simon's mind. I mein think Kamar just Ultra. broke this shit wide open at the seams. But I believe previously you had somehow grabbed these Germans by the bombing of uh, Japan. And we were respecting them because he was uh, fluid in uh, Japan because he worked there as a journalist. That's right. And don't forget that when... Um, like Operation Paperclip, we we talk about, you know, certain facets of where these, you know, heads of industry and everything ended up. But it was really widespread, like across the board, medicine, entertainment, sports, all sorts of different things. Do you, you think know? cancel culture will eventually find these guys? 
No, I don't think they will. I think, and even if they did, Kamar, they're dead already. And unless they use life extension. Well, good thing they, they didn't text a 17 year old girl, eh? Because they'd be done now. But Maddie, it's like, you know that documentary on, uh, fuck, I don't even know. It's like uh, three strangers or it's about those three yeah, triplets. The, the, like that doctor was a I know. Operation Paperclip guy. But again, it's just like another weird fucking connection, you know? They got their little fingers or thumbs or what do reptilians have <laughs> on everything. Oh, you're fucking hilarious. Did you guys find one of the things Josh Rogan would do is we could talk about this, but I'm not ready to talk about that and then go away from it. I think he was just worried. Do you think he walks around worried because this guy's a real journalist and saying real things? That he's going to be murdered, you mean? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that'd be the concern. My question is this. When you travel, if you're him, do you not have to worry? Like, oh, my God. Imagine if you're taking a connecting. <laughs> I'm literally dying over here. Imagine um, imagine you're taking, like, a connecting flight and something happens to the plane. And they're like, okay, just uh, just to let everyone know, we have to make an emergency landing in Beijing. And you're this guy. You're like, no, no, no. Like, well, I think that's why. Oh, shit. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But I think that's why throughout this thing, is he, he keeps saying, no, we're not trying to condemn China. We just want to find out what happened. Well, Maddie, that's why, like, uh, Salman Rushdie wasn't traveling around. Oh, I understand. Because you can't ever take that chance, yeah, right? Of so maybe to, to answer Kamar's question is no, this guy isn't worried, Kamar, because if he was, then I don't know. Can well, you really go to these anywhere anymore? He really, though, I mean, you can tell what he sort of thinks because he was uh, adamant about shitting on Trump and stuff, but he tries to be a journalist. Yeah. Fact first and just yeah. wherever the story takes you, this is what I'm reporting. The, I, I, I thought he was the, one of the best journalists we've had on, like, since Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. So he got punched out by a comedian. Sucker punched. Yep. And then live tweeted about it. And that's how Joe knows about him to get him on the show. He talked a lot about um, the virus coming from a lab. And that plays right into our fucking wheelhouse because, as you two know, we were on the uh, frontier. Frontier. On the frontier fucking, of, of the whole Gina theory, right? But again, he was very clear. He, he was talking about this is on the table. The wet market is still on the table. The 10,000 penguins away is on the table. Like, whatever. They're pangolins. They're, German, they're German penguins. They come from Antarctica. They're responsible for all viruses. That would break the case wide <laughs> Yes, that open. would make sense. That's why they were up there in the first place. They were making viral penguins. But this, this, this podcast should make so much more of an uproar uh, against Joe uh, controversy last week. Saying... Um, I mean, it really Young people shouldn't get it, uh, viruses, uh, vaccines. Pardon me. If China really does rule the world, then we should see a lot more outrage from this episode. I'm not being facetious. If bots and all of that are kind of what cause a lot of this to happen, this outrage. I, I don't know. I think China's proud of like paying all this money. Universities to not talk about them crushing companies. They are not proud of this virus, though. We know that they've spent the last year writing a whole new narrative. But as he said, yeah, we're looking to frozen foods and from Norway for, for the origin of the virus. Well, that's how they took care of their own populace, right? That's how they, uh, like everybody, this definitely wasn't us. 
It didn't come from this uh, virus lab, for sure. It came from frozen Swedish foods from Norway. Yeah. And, yeah. and when you imagine... Came from Ikea furniture. When yeah. you imagine in China, um, all social media, everything is controlled. Yeah. Imagine how much more uh, ironclad the consensus is on what truth is compared to us we have the left and the right and facebook and twitter and all these thoughts fighting each other it's it's so much more like he said when there's a boycott in china everyone just boycotts it isn't like well, i don't know if i'm going to do that so yeah but we're also not on the ground floor like there could be quiet dissension all the time but people are just like but still if it's 500 million people it's more than i yeah. agree on something just i mean there has like to, law there has to be right matt first of all in china and i'm just spitballing here is there a criminal element uh yeah so then there is like but this guy said the mob that they work with with, them okay so that's that's something but if there's a criminal element just just work with me for a second right here i haven't gone anywhere then there also is probably a dissension element too right like not there has to be people who are yeah I, probably not many, because the Chinese government probably does a really good job at... Uh, they've had a lot of years to work at it. I mean, the question is, how many people are they going to lock up? Or how many people could they theoretically lock up? Like, are you... Well, if they control the whole thing, do you really need to lock up anybody? You know, I don't think there's as many people locked up as America is locked up. I think that's one of their, their I, I'll agree with Kamar on that one too, man. Point of privilege. I bet you America, point of privilege, fuck off. I bet you America has more well, uh, okay. people locked up. Here's where I'm going to sort of up. I just got to push back a oh, bit. Oh no, like, the Uyghur Muslims. That's going to skew everything. Well, but even then, like locked up is a weird, your you know, those, own people. Those people that work at those iPhone factories for like a buck a day that can't leave. Yeah, they're like, not locked up. So it's a semantic issue. I see what you you're see saying. What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally do. Because again, it goes back to my whole thing, Matt. If you control the whole country, yeah. then it's all a prison. You don't need prisons. Well, that too. Yeah, exactly. Um. So at the beginning, China said, you talk bad about us, about this coming from the virus factories and no masks for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the number one thing. And look, usually uh, Canada, we are like step in step with the States, but because of the Michaels, we're already on the right side on this one. Cause China is like, they hate us. Well, and we have the Huawei chick locked up. Well, that was all for America. That's like, this is what I'm saying. Usually we just, you want the Huawei lady locked up? We'll do it for you, you know? But this whole Michaels thing has changed the whole fucking paradigm. I don't know. I think they should let her go and bring back the Michaels. After hearing how much China controls the world, I think I want to be better friends with China. You couldn't tell me what she's done. No. Ooh. The, the Huawei exec that we, who, she's in her mansion in Vancouver right now. Like, what the fuck is that criminal system even about? We're just detaining her and holding Like, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, even... she's in her mansion. We're not even really detaining her. We're just keeping her in the country. How, how, but we're like, what are we doing here? Yeah. But we, ha- I thought we gave her to the States. No. No, I nope. think she's locked oh, up in Canada. That's yeah. interesting. I don't think she's down there. So they were saying that two years prior to this virus outbreak, obviously, they were predicting the 
there was some problem going on at the virus factories in China and that Obama's administration had canceled out all this virus manipulation stuff. Meanwhile, it was still being done under the table in China. Just pointing out that nobody's hands are clean on this one. Like, I think in the end, like you were saying, Maddie, China or uh, the States isn't going to make this a public issue because it, it comes back to everybody in the end. It sort of like, irks nobody's me. Nobody's clean. It sort of irks me that he mentioned that Fauci's ahead of all this. Why? You love Fauci? <laughs> no, it, that like Fauci is sure it's from a wet market. But Fauci is responsible for the lab where it may have come from. Is Fauci sure it's from a wet market? I believe he he he. he that's what he says. People disagree with him on the uh, CDC and stuff. I didn't know that that was Fauci's stance. Was that it came from a wet market? Well, Fauci's stance is not that it came from a lab. So, mm-hmm. why not though? Why not? Yeah. Especially when he's signing the checks for these labs. Well, he's the lab man, apparently. The lab man. Yep. Um, and yeah, the the scientists have just been covering their butts the whole time. Like, obviously, nobody wants to be blamed for uh, overly deadly lung virus getting out of virus factories. Like, and if they're not afraid, they fall out of a window twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, the old I fell out of a window. That's the best one I've ever heard. Then fell out again. It's even better than someone who uh, kills himself by shooting himself in the back of <laughs> or or the shoots himself ten times chest, yeah. to commit suicide. But he jumped out of the building, didn't quite get it, yeah. dragged himself all the way back up. Have another go. That's commitment. He was talking about how China just has no. Uh, qualms about going out, buying colleges, buying uh, all sorts of, yeah, things we have no idea. And that's why I said it would be such an interesting experiment if you could flick on like this map and the red lights of what China actually owns comes on. And I would say that map would be made in China and they'd cut that in the quick. Don't forget too, they're fighting for the South China Sea like super hard. So they can take over Taiwan, the microprocessor, capital of the world. Three little softball there. <laughs> um, and then we talked, to, or we should talk a little bit about the Uyghur Muslim problem that's going on there. Um, because nobody's talking about it. Even the Kamar said that uh, Joe Biden renounced it. So I guess that's talking about it. He didn't it renounce it necessarily. He just acknowledged it. And so now it's not like... He acknowledged it and said, oh, that's just, what did you different say? Different cultures. Yeah, so that's just a cultural thing where we imprison this millions yeah, not, of these other people, shave their heads, and then sell their hair back to uh, make wigs for, you know, fucking debutantes in America. There's something wrong here, guys. That's fucking Nazi shit. Like, why is nobody seeing this? There, there's, this is like, it's the same thing. We just. They the Jews have a better fucking history writ for it. Like, what's going on here? Well, what's sad is the detail he put into that these people are taken away. They want to eradicate their language. Their children are sent off to fucking orphanages or whatever, and then they're put to work. Like, but for China, if you're Chinese, like this is great for business. This really helps keep our overhead down. Fuck. 
the, you know, like the Germans did it once. Okay. This is just like, um, common practice for the Chinese. When you look at the way they like systematically remove fucking sex of people from their populace. And I mean, remove. Yeah. I like eradicate with extreme Genocide. prejudice. Genocide, baby. Um, the Falun Gong people, the Tibetans, like there's no room for any um, open dissension, right? But I think we're in good shape now that they're starting to make um, uh, human monkey hybrids to harvest organs from. So that might human oh, that's, that's coming. That Tomorrow. might take off some some heat off the Falun Gong and stuff. We're gonna talk about the human monkey hybrids a little later. We'll get that a little later. Just a little tease. <laughs> Um, so yeah, sending the hair, that was, uh, I, I couldn't fucking believe it. And then we were a little bit about how the pensions end up paying for these concentration camps. And Maddie was saying, if you knew where all the money ended up from, you know, actually where, or even what the banks are investing your money with, forget even your pensions, you That's know, what I was right? saying is like what... just all the world's gone. Yeah. We're probably it's... all complicit. Oh no, we are for sure. hundred percent. A thousand, a thousand percent. What I was saying though is. Pension funds in particular, because, you know, they they usually are just given to a hedge fund and then they invest whatever. The funny thing is, like, it's ironic that, like, you as a retail investor, let's say you have 25 grand on the market, your pension might be fighting against the money that you have out there. Just because a hedge fund might be undercutting or shorting a stock that you're long on. And you know what I mean? It's It's kind of weird. Well, you would have to do your due diligence to no, but get even, on that, the right side. Even too. if you did do your due diligence, you like it's following oh, too many Every teacher's threads. pension is whatever on the Blue Jays. There's no way they can know. They That's don't it. The Ontario Teachers anymore, Fund is so large that it's... No, they don't own the Blue Jays anymore. No, They did, though. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's crazy to think about that. That the Ontario teachers owned three four sports franchises. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking yeah. nuts. It's really nuts. Yeah. And what's the lesson in all of this, Matthew? Uh, Keep unionize. your money <laughs> under the bed in a fucking mattress. No, that's a terrible fucking I idea. Well, at least they can't. With nothing on the line. <laughs> you think that's a terrible idea? Meanwhile, that person not complicit in the fucking holding of Muslims and the selling of their hair. You complicit. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I guess, sure. But then any money in general is complicit in uh, one way or yeah. another, right? Well, again, we were just saying, Pepe Silvia, that thing, you're going to... One thing he mentioned, Pepe this is sort of off topic, but Josh Roy was talking about uh, comedy charity. And, and the guy worked at comedy charity, but he was the charity. I would say 95% of the chance that's what happens with comedy charities. Is the comedian running the charity is the charity. So be weary of... Comedy charity. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> and on that note, be weary of Apple because they are also not clean in any of this, as we found out. I would have a tough time believing that any Fortune 500 company is not intertwined with China in one way or another. Well, they would have to be if China makes up this giant portion of the market. Like, but isn't that interesting that communism is almost work? Or sorry, capitalism is almost working against itself in the sense that. Because profits and growth are above everything, instead of doing the right thing and saying, fuck this market, it's like, well, if this we have to go after this market. It's the biggest well, market out there. It just goes to show you, though, Maddie, how you say working against, I say working hand in hand. And that's kind of like the two-party system. And everything is this illusion of um, 
these guys are enemies when really they are together and you are the enemy. What's weird is they'd rather have Russia as the enemy than China as the enemy. Who's yeah. they? The states? Well, the right they, now, America, yeah. In, in air quotes, they. I just want to point out my one point was that um, it's interesting how China shuts down a company if they question uh, where their shoes come from or whatever. Is their, their control just always on the edge? You know what I mean? And if speaking the truth, 10 years from now, it could all come crumbling down. Just enough facts got through. I don't think it is, but the way they act, it seems like like the lady doth protest too much. It, What's it, cr- so right. sir, no, no, please. I was just going to say, it would probably be enough, Kamar, to sway the rest of the world, but they'll never get into China to sway. No. Well, right? And that's all that really matters. Like, But it, but is it like a, a, a ticking time bomb? You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, ha- like, had they let that uh, Houston Rockets exec say support for Hong Kong, just go, and let NBA go with that... Would, whole thing crumble it always seems when china freaks out of stuff is like i don't know why you guys are that upset it doesn't make you look that bad i mean we're, t- we're sitting here for a half hour talking about how you treat the uyghurs like nobody gives crushing a fuck about, in hong kong uh, what the fuck yeah i don't know anyways i love you china uh, I was talking. We were talking. What were you going to say, Matt? Sorry. I don't remember. It's, oh. I can't imagine it was important. Huawei but. goes into those African countries. They give the free cell phones. That cell phone is loaded with one app. That one app is a gambling app. They give free money to start. Then they have you, all your info, all of that shit. It's a it's a pretty fucking devious way to do business. Well, man. if you made your map, I'm sure Africa would light up red. At this point. Oh, for sure. And what did he say? He used a really great expression I had never heard before. He was like, uh, the, he was talking about how the Chinese government is uh, in bed with the triad gangs. Yeah. Or the gangs. I don't know if they're triads. Anyways. And he's like, they're they're close, Joe. As close as gums and teeth. <laughs> That's uh, as that close as it gets. Great, Which brings me of gangs in China. Uh, I thought for the movie game, it'd be fun to do Rush Hour. All right, oh that's my. a nice bring it all together. <laughs> because it's just, I mean, this was a very Except is he Chinese? Can we just make sure of that? Uh, Jackie Chan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's the movie game. Where Matt and Simon go head-to-head to figure out what year movie came out. Wow, Russia. How much it cost to make and how much it made at the box office. What year it came out. Yeah, okay, what hold year on a it came out. I really feel like this is a fair one. Like, you guys have a chance at this one. Hmm. Because they're fighting the triads in this movie, starring Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. I'm fucking dying over here. Jackie Chan was born in Victoria Peak, British Hong Kong. Interesting. So it's sort of not. Yeah, yeah. Chinese. But nationality is Chinese Hong Kong, since you asked Simon. For clarity. Okay, okay. I think I'm ready. Uh, I'm not. Give me, uh, give me one moment here. And this is Rush Hour 1. Rush Hour 1. The the good one. Directed by Brett Ratner. That's I did not name, know that. That name means something to you me. You know Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner directed the first million dollar rap video. He's like a little short Jew. chub guy. Yeah. Uh, I have a year ready. I he believe. was in Entourage. Yes, he was. Playing himself. As yeah. an asshole. Simon, do you have a year ready? I do. And I, I actually have two years beside each other. I'm going to go with my first thought, best thought on this, but I'm going to be really angry if it's my second thought, best thought. Okay. Good. So I'm going to say 1994. 
Oh my god, you're so far off. Uh, I said O2. <laughs> it's amazing how you guys are both off 1998. That's well, that's funny, Simon. I should have gone with my first best uh, guess. I my always, second was the 95. So, always go. So with the 98, guys. you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fuck me. That was. He said it with such confidence how far off I was, though. Eh? But you were both four yeah, off. That's yeah. why I think it's uh, comical. It's a movie game. <laughs> Anything can happen. And they never get the end. I remember that I loved this movie when it came out. There were so many Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker was on fire lines. at the time. Yeah. Well, this fire. ruined his comedy career, though. Because he got typecast in this no, role. He just got too big. He just he, like, Did you see his second comedy special? It's just not... It's not when you first saw him, it was like, this guy is going to be a tour de force. But his, his stand-up really is not that good. He, I mean, he's no Alan Mikofsky. <laughs> so if it came out in 1998, how much are they paying for movies back then, eh? That's what you got to, that's what we got to think. But I don't think Chris Tucker was a superstar at this point. And Jackie Chan sort of was. Was he? What did he do before this? I don't think he was he a was superstar a, uh, at this point. Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, he was big in China. No, guess, Jackie Chan had already done Rumble in the Bronx and a few. He had a few big American movies at this but point. But he was still bigger overseas than of he was course. here. But at this point, he could speak English. Okay, I'm ready. He still can't speak English. Yeah, but I meant this was his first like non-dubbed movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready too. Go ahead, Simon. You go first, Matt. All right, I said it cost $40 million to make. And it made 320.4. Wow. Okay. And I said it cost 15 to make and it made 128. Oh, Matty, so close. $35 million to make. Oh, oh, oh. And at the box office, it's 244 million. Ah, oh, shitty. I would ask from now on, Kamar. Sorry? That you do not give any sort of. Um, uh-oh. I felt like you were like giving a hint there. So point I, of privilege. I went point low. Of, point I of, went low. Point of privilege. Because he was like, how much did it cost to make back then? Because he's know? not a superstar. Oh, my goodness. Point of privilege. Uh, hurt. That'll and, be my point of privilege. Uh, no, no more oh, okay. No more talking during the uh, all-important. All right. Well, we got to move on from uh, Josh here. Do you have a final point you want to bring up, either of you? I um... Uh, for me, it was the fact that he, he talked about his relationship with Donald Rumsfeld because he was the uh, he worked for the Japanese newspaper. Yeah. And at one point he goes, I have the craziest story about Guantanamo Bay you've ever heard. We'll get back to that. Never got back to it. Yeah. And there was another one about Jamal Shikoku. Oh, Jamal. Oh, you can't say what's so fucking up. Khashoggi. Khashoggi, Oh my God, I can't speak anymore. Too many rumble. It's contagious. Jamel Shikogi. Okay. <laughs> he was going to talk about them, and they never did back. This was really informative, and he really um, skirted the fence of not condemning China full out. Just presenting the facts. Great journalist. So do you, if I had to ask you, how does this end? This being the coronavirus? No, uh, the this pandemic? being this situation with China. Does it end with a hot war, a cold war? Is it just ignored and business as usual? Like, where are we headed with this whole thing? I'd say this. Like we were talking about uh, before, maybe not this episode, but how um, the 9-11 Commission took so many years. Yeah. There could be another pandemic before we find out what happened with this. And if that happens, all bets are off. 
Well, let's fucking let's really hope that doesn't happen. Obviously, of course not. But he was saying this is going to happen again. Well, how many more hot penguins do they have? <laughs> penguins. Penguins, Kamar. Hot penguins. If if we don't figure this out, it's definitely going to happen again. How about that? I can agree with that. Well, they're they're doing their damnedest to make sure that um, this isn't a lab thing. So, a lab uh, factory, whatever. It's 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 his mom. She's been day drinking. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to rate it, Simon? Uh, yeah, I give this one a three and a half. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four four. Oh, I see what's going on here. But it really was. We are fatigued by COVID talk. Yep. And we've been fatigued by COVID talk on the Joe Rogan show. This had a different flavor it was a new new light on it and a different perspective and uh, i found it really interesting for anyone to listen to anyone it was a good episode it was so far from a 4-4 i mean well, there's no four. shane dorian it's, <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while since we had a it's no shane dorian i mean it's no shane dorian okay well let's uh move on 1641 uh, Maddie Matheson, you can uh, stick your head out there and just tell her to keep it down, right? No, no, it's fine. We're working here! <laughs> uh, 1641, Maddie Matheson. Um, you obviously love this one because you're one step away from him, I take it? Uh, I mean, Hometown I didn't, Pride. I didn't, can you... I didn't love, love this one. I thought it was okay. okay. I mean, okay. he... I, I knew coming in that he yells a lot and has, like, very high energy. I found this one incredibly frustrating. Could you imagine if he was still on drugs? No. Because I'll tell you this. I don't like this guy. And I don't mean Maddie personally. I mean the slobbish, crazy, eccentric chef. But his food is so good, it's undeniable. And he's super successful. You've I, tried I, his food? <laughs> No, uh, I've, I've met a million chefs like this. Do, do you know what I mean? And I would argue that they're all bred from uh, reading Anthony Bourdain's book. Yeah. Kitchen Confidential. And you just see these rock star chefs. But even though I don't like the, that guy, I like this guy. And I like this way this podcast went down. Because this one, it should be a full background on the person, which this was. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's about his addiction, whatever, these crazy stories. And then now we know who you are, like enough about you. Then it's interesting to have you hot takes or, or whatever, just talk about whatever you are. But if you just get into it and we don't know who you are, it's, 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 it's just weird. Yeah. Have either of you ever had holy shit barbecue? Is that from Toronto? No, he's just saying barbecue that makes you be like, holy shit. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, man. Like they talked about. Do you remember Irie's chicken? Yeah. That was holy shit barbecue. Rest in peace. Oh, we used to get Irie's all the time. You see, uh, but it took two hours to get it. It of was course. it was good, but that's I, I don't think that's the kind of holy shit barbecue he's talking about. He would say holy shit if you've ever tried it. I agree with Simon. Though. I, I ate Simon's, it. What are you talking Simon's about? Simon's talking about. Oh, like you, you need him. like the. Simon's talking about the full platter of everything. Brisket from Texas. Like something I've never had the privilege of trying, unfortunately. I've tried other people making it, which I'm sure is great, but never like from the source. You know, I was wondering if either of you had no, ever I had, haven't. I had some source really barbecue. good 
barbecue once in Kansas City. I think it was called Jack Stacks. Now, this was uh, usually a, the best barbecue is going to come from um, paper plates, tables, the red, dirty sort of thing. This place was. Dirty. <laughs> well, not dirty, but just seems like. Like, Iris, you, you never knew the last time a health inspector was. It was, was a there. hole in the wall. Man. It was a hole yeah. in the wall, literally. Literally, but, yeah. the, but the chicken was good. So you go to some place that looks sort of run down, and it's holy shit. This place wasn't that, but it was called Jack Stacks, and it was holy shit. Burnt ends, brisket, all all the things. Where was this though? Okay, in Kansas City. In Kansas City. Okay, there we go. Now Kansas we're talking. City barbecue. Now we're talking. Um, now we're talking. So I've been looking a lot at the shirts Joe's been wearing. I don't know why, but just lately I've kind of clued into the. He wears T-shirts when he's on there. Yep. Sometimes or maybe he's... he's been wearing more graphic T-shirts lately, and I just never noticed before that he weared a lot of plain T-shirts. And now something has triggered me. Anyways, been looking at his shirts. Nothing makes me feel older for some reason than when he wears that Wu-Tang Clan shirt. That I, don't, I haven't noticed. It, it looks like he bought at like Kmart or something. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I don't know. It's It's weird. Um, no, nothing. Is it a vintage on one? I just don't, I've it never, is I, probably a vintage okay. one. I don't know. But he's just so big, too, that all the shirts just look. In his defense, I was thinking small. about this this there week. There are mediums. Musician wise, Joe has a larger portion of um, rappers on than any other type of musician. No? Maybe oh, for other, sure. Maybe other than massive classic rockers, but I would say. But over, Honey Honey's been on 10 times. So yeah, yeah, but forget okay, that. I think you have to. Yeah, maybe we have to take Honey Honey out of it. But As I guess just you're one, right. one. No, but I mean different bands who have been on. I think you're right. Rappers are the most, but I wonder why that is. Well, yeah. I mean, no, because I always give we we kind of give Joe shit about maybe like talking about how he likes rap, but maybe not really being that big a rap fan. But when I think about it now, I'm like. He doesn't just have them on for no reason. Oh no, Cool G Rap. If you like Cool G Rap, you have to be a rap fan. I would agree, yeah. I just don't think he... I think we're snobs and that we think we like music more than he does or know more than me. I don't think I know more than he does. Well, no, you don't. But I think me and Matt sometimes wrestle with that idea. Oh, listen, when it comes to rap, there's no doubt in my fucking mind. But I know more about rap than a large portion of people, so... You guys didn't find this podcast annoying how he was like, Graffiti, what do you think about that? Well, I, I, you know what I mean? I mean, I found it interesting that Joe was like, uh, you know, well, as long as it's not on private property. And then you could feel like Maddie immediately pulled back like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, But again, it would have it would have bothered me if I didn't find out all everything. The guy was an open book. You know what I mean? The heart attacks and drug abuse. Even talking about how, even after he hired the heart attack. He was hiding it from people, and, and he felt ostracized, and then and drinking in secret, and like all all, all that stuff made me know who Maddie Matheson is because I don't know if you he's glowing up like crazy right now. I had you see, and I disagree, Kamar. Like, yes, we got a little bit of backstory, but I don't feel like I understood this guy at all. Going around to a party, like asking people to punch you in the eye, like I just I cannot relate well, to no, that the, in the slightest. That's what he was drinking. Eight pint glasses of vodka before he got had a couple beers and the cocaine. Like he was psychotic, but he he was just on hot ones. Mm -hmm. That's a huge indicator of like your social status, <laughs> dude. That's crazy, eh? That that's where we are in the world. <laughs> well, but but it is right. Yes, yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah. If you get on there, you're doing well. He has 
multiple cooking shows, one with Benny Blanco. And I don't know you if you know who Benny Blanco is. I've seen I the don't. show, yeah. Well, Benny Blanco is like the guy behind all of Justin Timberlake's hits. The producer. I thought that was Timberland. No, that's... He's, he's produced a No, few. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. I said Timberlake. My bad. You did say Justin Timberlake. I meant Bieber. And, but they have this cooking show, which incidentally, there's one where they make um, like a breakfast sandwich on brioche with eggs, crab, caviar, and it's like a $30,000 omelet. And who shows up? Andrew Santino. Like this guy's friends with everybody. Yeah, he was. I saw his episode of uh, what the Tiger Belly. Like he did. Matty Mathis. He is just on the globe right now, and I, I, I think genuinely Joe just liked him, and it isn't like jumping on the bandwagon. But you can't hate on the guy who so many people like. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he's gonna make a great meal. I mean, listen. I just don't hate the guy because he's you know he's always smiling. He seems like he's always happy. He doesn't seem like. A disgruntled guy. But he has so many things he offers. I thought you were going to hate on him a bit because he seemed thirsty. Definitely seemed thirsty. I Again, I think he's he's so genuine, though. Like, I don't think it's a um, uh, plotting, I'm going to make moves here and be more successful because of it. I think he's just zany as fuck. Like, have you watched any of his... Yeah, I've seen a ton of it. Like, he's disgusting. <laughs> you, 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 but you know what I mean What do you mean he's disgusting Well no he's not disgusting But I'm just old fashioned and ignorant In the episode with Betty Blanco He's wearing like a red negligee See through negligee And his hair is all just crazy Like One he, of them he starts off and he's cooking with no shirt He just is who he is okay, gotcha. He just is who he is Disgusting is not the right word He's slovenly He's like a Burt Kreischer but Burt Kreischer is like a Adonis compared to this guy. Um. <laughs> but never trust a skinny chef. So again, he checks all the things. I trust him. You know what I mean? Couple of personal questions. You up for that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Have you ever beat anyone up for real? No. Look at the size of me. Come on. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I got in a fight. I had to defend myself. I've never gone after someone wanted to fight them. But have you beat somebody up? I beat them... Do they wanted to stop fighting me? Yeah. Okay. And have you ever been beat up? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Matthew? Uh, yeah, I have a, I have a great quick little story. Go. Oh, well, it was when Babylon. So when they renovated Bank Street, they had these insane gates up along the sidewalk, right? So people could still use. I remember. Yeah. So it was like the terror dome. It was like the, th- the thunder dome. It was dome, yeah. fucked for the, oh, like a year because Babylon. It just became that sidewalk after the after the the night was just like packed with drunk assholes. Anyway, and there was nowhere to go. Precisely. Yeah. So one night I'm leaving. I'm so drunk. I've just left with my tips, and I cross the street to the Max Milk, and there's a bunch of like hipster sort of tight black jean rocker dudes, and this girl that Parker was actually sleeping with was there, and then these two skids walk by, and one of them spit at this girl that Parker was sleeping with. And I don't know why, because again, I'm not sleeping with this girl. I had no chance of sleeping with this girl. I immediately got like white knight syndrome. A little virtual signaler. Maybe I have a chance with her in the future. Oh, not even, dude. I just fucking, I was like, I can't remember what I yelled at him, at the two of them. But like, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and they- <laughs> buck five soaking wet. They immediately turned around. And the one dude came at me. Now this is crazy. I got all night. The dude came at me. <laughs> 
And I actually got him in like a straight up headlock. Like had him did. had him locked down, but then didn't know what to do. Like I'm so hammered. Uh, so me and him are tussling. He throws me like into the window where the there was some like sandwich shop that used to be there. Like we nearly went through the window, me and this guy. We're still tussling. He Kamara Usman stomps my foot, pretty much breaks my toe. And then I see his buddy coming at me. And I remember thinking like, holy fuck, I'm literally about to get the living shit kicked out of me. Why did I start this? Like, what happened? And then out of the blue, the guy that was coming to hit me never hit me. And I was like, what the fuck? And then the next thing I know, the guy uh, that was like, that I'm tussling with is off me. And I thought these hipsters came to help me. They didn't. Luckily, my two buddies, Graham and Mike, saw, I guess... Samantha saw what was happening. Calvary. Samantha saw what was happening from her window and yelled to Graham and Mike down at the Babylon door. They were like, yo, that's Floyd over there getting fucked up. They came to the rescue. And dude, I looked up thinking I was about to get the shit kicked out of me. And by the time I looked up, like Mike had this guy pinned against the fucking fence, just like feeding him shots to the head. Joey T's just fucking lacing this dude up. It was great. But yeah, I, I literally, I lost that fight, Simon, for sure. I literally got thrown through the window at 7-Eleven by a guy. Wow, the Bank Street 7-Eleven? Well, that's the only one I know. That's okay, the only yeah. one oh, we know, know, man. That's the only one I know. That's 7-Eleven. Yeah, I grew up three blocks um, from there. When was the first time you did drugs? Uh, I was 12. Like what grade? Summer after, uh, like summer after grade 6, I guess. You smoked weed for the first no, time? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. That would be grade 7. Summer after grade 7, yeah. And you, Kamar? I think... Grade six, that's way too young. Like drugs, just, just marijuana, the simple one? Yeah, is that what we're talking drugs? here? Because I've never done hard drugs, so... Well, your first drug experience. Yeah, weed. So start weed. with weed, unless you started with fucking heroin. I no, don't know. There we go, so weed. Uh, the, the first time I did acid, I was 15, going to military school. But I think I'd smoke some weed. It's so weird because you're buying... Um, Oregano and like you didn't even know how to do drugs when you're 14, 15, you yeah. know what I mean? So I, I'd say acid was the first thing I did. The first time I smoked weed, I had no idea we were even like what we were fucking doing. Like we were smoking cigarettes around that time or like rolling fucking whatever we could find, you know what I mean? Because it was just cool to smoke. There's no way I got high the first time because I don't think I properly inhaled. Oh, no, I definitely didn't get high the first time, but I can remember the, time, though, the first time up. I got high. It was grade nine. It was on your cousin's roof. Interesting. And I can re like precisely remember that first time of being. Obviously, Wayne is so down with you guys. <laughs> being um, <laughs> like sober to the world and then, you know, not. Yeah. But we had drank before that. I think we drank like grade seven or something. Summer, I didn't get drunk. Summer of grade seven going into grade eight. I didn't get drunk until like two months before my 19th birthday. Whoa, no way. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why you went so hard for so many years. You're I know, making up for lost time. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I, I might have never drank either, but yeah. my buddy, my buddy, like, date raped me pretty much. Nice. Um, date raped you? Not date raped me, but he, he was like, we used to go to this bar all the time because he drank a lot and we knew the bouncer and the manager, so he, I could get in no problem. Gorby was the bouncer and this fucking Portuguese guy. Anyway. We'd go there all the time, and one night he just put this drink in front of me. He's like, "Don't worry, there's no booze in it. It's tasty as fuck." And red, it was a sex Red Bull and soda. No, it was a Sex oh. on the Beach. I I dusted like five of or them. A red Bull, and, and then vodka. he was like, "How do you feel?" I Definitely was like, I don't for saying alcohol's a drug. The first time I was like ten years old. I drank like three glasses of Bailey's. It was just flying on Christmas Eve with my uncle or something like that. 
Oh, we had, there was a lot of alcoholics in my family. I remember one that used to babysit us would always leave like vodka OJs around. The babysitter? Yeah. Nice. Well, she was my great aunt, like, like my mom's uh, aunt. Oh, I, I was about to like where this is going. No, no, no. My mom's great aunt used to watch us and she was like a hardcore alcoholic, so. He wasn't lying though. Like I know so many stories of people from the um, like food industry who just end up fucking in rehab or strung out. One hundred percent. If the chef looks normal, place people are like, nah. The chef's gotta have a sleeve. Like just, <laughs> just gotta have a sleeve. But but do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? No, but who does anybody actually think that? Like or is that? Well, no, but like this guy said, it's all changed. Like. There was a time though when oh it was all degenerate it was it, it was just the thing and that's why I said I don't like these guys I've never liked these guys they I could probably couldn't get in the restaurants and I you know what I mean like it was always this culture of cook hard party hard just raw and it's all worked out for this guy I mean, it was I gotta say like as someone I'm sure you have too maybe you have working the line sucks so to hear him be like I love working the line I love being in the weeds I was like that's insane to me. I hated that shit. Well, he loves well, you, cooking, loves food. I was just gonna say, like you, I that you didn't it. want that to be your career. Yeah, no, you know? definitely not. Do you, what are you guys' opinions on cooking shows? Do you like them? Do you watch them? Again, it's all the personality of who's cooking. So, is there a cooking show before this guy that you like uh, could fuck with? Frugal Gourmet all day. First of all, Hell's Kitchen has forever been. One of my guilty pleasures. I do not fucks with that at all. Well, that's too bad. You're missing out. But there, no, it, it, just Hell's Kitchen or any of those. Like, do you like Top Chef? Do you no, like just Hell's just Kitchen? Just Hell's Kitchen. Because I just want to see Gordon Ramsay freak out and berate people. It looks like Gandhi's fucking flip flop. Do you watch any like that's a reality one? Do you watch anything more like this guy's one where it's just you know binging with Babish? I I like prefer what did one you person say? A dish. Frugal what? Come the Frugal on? Gourmet. He was on PBS. I watch all of Sam the Cooking Guys shit on youtube i use I, I i'm glad i found other people i find them annoying that's fine Who? but i watch those I, that's Sam the best cooking guy one person talking to you preparing a dish go through it you yeah. like you like that Kay? that works more, for you more than when he's talking about uh hell's kitchen as a cooking show uh, but i did love the great canadian bake-off and I think do hell's you ever is a reality show that yeah. involves cooking yeah. i'll yeah. say that first of all do you I don't ever watch, it for the cooking watch uh, they're trash. or do you ever do the recipes Kay? Have I ever made something I saw? Yeah. Or yes. followed along and tried yes, to do it? Yes, but no, uh, mostly omelets. Because everyone has a, the best way to make omelets. Mm-hmm. I've tried those. but uh, Have you tried that Japanese way where you cut it down the middle over the rice? And it like flop? Yeah, you know I've what I'm talking I've not tried about. that way before. I know what you're meaning. But as far as sometimes the complexity of the time to go get all the ingredients for one to make the one thing is just... I don't have a kitchen, like per se, mm-hmm. but you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could buy the little bits. That's why those um, those delivery things are good. They give you all the portions of all the spices, and you can make the dish. Yeah, but I I never make anything elaborate. We still to have, we still haven't gotten one of those. Got a lot um, of offers, but they've never followed through. <laughs> to to, to, wait, for, to advertise on here, yeah, three for free. Oh, oh no, us, like a, like us. Hello I thought you, you and Mary yeah. were like no, on no. the fence oh, no, about doing that. it. No, no, we've done them before. They're great. Yeah, I think so. Have either of you normies ever met one of your idols? Have I ever met one of my idols? Um, I don't idolize a lot of people. I mean, I'll say this. I've like through working at the bar, uh, I got to see or meet a lot of rappers that like became something or, you know, whatever. 
Well, no, but like, you know, I saw a lot of people before they were big. I also saw a lot of people that were big. I got, to, I, I saw Ghostface do sound check. I was alone in the room. So that's pretty cool. Have you ever met one of your idols, Kay? I met Hosa, Havlat, uh, Chara, all of them at uh, the Bulldog, and bought them shots and split them all over them. But they were like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and the same with same with Alexi Yashin. <laughs> Yashin's a prick. I met him. He's a fucking yeah. total ass bag. Radic Bonk. He was an asshole too. That's the closest. I met uh, Allen Ginsberg once. Okay, that's and, your and hero. You idolize him. <laughs> he was. I really. I was a huge beat guy, so that oh, was like okay. a really big okay. deal. Actually, that's interesting. That was like pretty mind bending. Um, so his sixteen thousand dollars worth of cocaine story, the pound of cocaine, amazing, amazing, insane, insane. I don't know. I you know I don't even worry. About well, it. it's not even his story. It's whoever drove got pulled that's over insane. and went with the cop. It's his story. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just. Um, partook in the the thing the best part of that story though is it gets him almost kicked out of cooking school yeah and then he ends up dropping out anyways like <laughs> he was destined to be who he is today you know what i mean making bad decisions and he just still ended up on the joe rogan experience and i would even say he's lucky he was a mormon because that oppression helped his snap back to be such a zany uh colorful I'm trying to use good adjective to describe him. Like he's madcap. Oh yeah, for sure. He's got, uh, like I said, he's he's high energy for sure. He's got high energy. Let's go. But that's good too. That's good. You know, high energy can be really good if it's harnessed properly and utilized. Well, I think the high energy kind of makes up in a way for the drugs, right? Like it seems like he's like he was cooler before when he was using. N no, but like that was how he was coping and now this is how he's coping i don't know he's living his best life i like i said at the beginning it was the weirdest thing i don't like this these guys i like this guy <laughs> I, I just couldn't help myself and even his his speaking is annoying but his cooking is he's so like inclusive like he's he's not a food snob but all the stuff he makes you think is a food snob so this is as close as we're gonna get to uh aliens episode this month well, literally, they got into it for They a did, yeah. So we'll take a little opportunity, or I'll take a little opportunity <laughs> to talk about it. Um, it starts with him saying that he's pretty sure that his wedding caused a mass alien viewing in his town. Or misconception That's, of a viewing. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Precisely, I was so yeah. disappointed. I thought he was going to talk about an alien a story. A real alien yeah, story. Exactly. That was disappointing. But now I'll talk about aliens. So <laughs> I'll make up for some, it. Yeah, I'll make up for it. So something that occurred to me was um, Von Daniken. Yeah. You know, uh, the writer who yeah. wrote Chariots of the Gods. I think he is going to be on the Joe Rogan experience soon. He just wrote a new book, so that would make sense because they had a meeting a while back. I don't know if you remember Joe talking about it. He just briefly did that. Well, he had, had dinner. dinner with yeah, uh, I Von remember Daniken. them talking about it, yeah. So at that point, I thought, oh, for sure he's going to be on. It never materialized, but maybe that makes sense because his book hadn't been released yet. So, you know, everybody wants to huck something. But that would be very cool, very cool if he was on. Because Joe is taking a real another look at this whole, I don't know if he's taking another look at it, but I feel like he's opening up his mind a little bit to this whole Zachariah Sitchin thing now that he's heard about the um, 
monkey-human hybrids, right? That are actually being created in China. China. Um, well, I, let's let's not stop there. So he talked about the um, possibility that we are engineered, right? Yeah. What if the what if the people who engineered us like killed themselves off? Yeah, that's possible. And we're what's left. And, and we're like, what is this meaning? Like, we're supposed to do, and the the people who are supposed to come back and fill in the blanks, fuck themselves up. Or maybe they were the party and they are on their way back and they just haven't got here yet. Well, no, no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> be, be, because then that means we're headed towards closure versus where we were in intention and then those that intended on us fucked themselves up. So there is no, this there's is open-ended. No, there's no closure. No one knows what's going on. And the other thing they talked about is how those people know about Pluto. How did they know Pluto existed when you can't see Pluto? And, and we didn't, and when we did have the ability to see planets, we didn't know Pluto existed. Well, two things are possible, okay? One, they had a way to see, or two, they had math the same way we do, and the same way we say a black hole exists before we know it exists based that. on calculations. That's exactly what they're doing. Either way, both things are amazing because we don't give them credit for that kind of knowledge at that point, right? But, I mean, we also know that... Well, I they say 6,000 years, and we're probably looking at like I, fucking 50 at this point, 100, 1,000, 1,000 years. I hope you're right. And what's also interesting is when they're talking about the Aztecs or whatever, you know what I mean? May have been taken out by epidemics or pandemics. Yeah, that's in a later episode, actually. Oh, my bad. No, no, it's okay. Jump come the on. shark. Come on, Kamar. No, that's not what jumping the shark is. For shame. For shame. Isn't it interesting <laughs> that jump the shark is an expression that comes from happy, happy days? days yeah. It's the like, fawns. it seems like something that's way more substantial than that, you know? I remember, the, I remember the episode like it was yesterday. Just yeah. like it was yesterday. You saw it live? I think it was eight. <laughs> well, but this is the thing about entertainment and everything. There was only four shows. Yeah. So yeah, you did see it live. Well, no, I definitely know I didn't see it live, but you're a couple of years older than me. So. It was like the biggest cliffhanger in daytime. Whether he was going to make it over the shark. Super huge. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. You go, you have something about aliens to talk about? <laughs> well, well, no. I, I, then don't start. I thought they were going uh, hard on the paint, and I hope that you're right about that guy coming on, because I'd like to Joe to get back into aliens and ancient civilizations, because it's the only thing you can really talk about. Without having it bogged down by free speech or woke culture or COVID or whatever. Yeah. Right no, now. no, it's totally true, guy. I was just joking. But he is, the fact that they're seeing monkey-human hybrids now and we're maybe questioning whether we had some hand in our, in manipulating our gene, like that's exactly what Zacharias Jim was saying. But that gets at the Anunnaki, right? Yeah, that's And that then it just goes thing. insane. They were here looking for gold and to because they needed it for their atmosphere. Yeah, it sounds fucking crazy unless it's like... Rakeem's Razor. Yeah, Rakeem's Razor. There you go, okay. Um, just coincidentally, there is a little bit more alien talk this week, but not in this episode. So the last thing I was going to ask you about this, and then I'll let Kamar finish up if he wants, is um, have you guys seen Guns Akimbo? Negative. Is the that guns Daniel... of Kimbo no, or guns, guns akimbo, akimbo, like two akimbo? Akimbo. Is that yeah. what that means? Akimbo means two guns. Oh yes. well, that makes sense. Why? Because he has each two hand. guns. So you haven't seen it? Great. Um, watch it. It's a fun movie to watch. That's what I'm gonna say. 
But the premise is uh, Daniel Radcliffe, you know him, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. Which I can never you can't not get over see him, him as yeah. Harry Potter, except in this. You manage to like... Um, you can separate Disassociate, it. yeah, because it's so fucking weird. Anyways, premise, he's a hacker. He's making fun of this, like, uh, <coughs> these people who play this uh, game in the future where they have to kill each other. Okay. Um, it's like a dual type situation mm-hmm. and he's like bad mouthing them like a hacker guy okay. and they show up at his house and they nail guns to his hands that each have 40 bullets in them. Hence the akimbo. And, hence the akimbo, Maddie. And he has to survive in a duel against this person. It's really sounds stupid. It Daniel sounds Radcliffe, boy wizard. Yeah. It's actually a fun movie to watch. Boy wizard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kamar, you have anything else to add? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Because uh, we usually hate it when uh, the guest starts to interview Joe, but it, what? But you were just enamored by this guy. He also had cool questions, but when he he goes to Joe, he goes because he asks you know the classic what era would you want to be? He wants to be Braveheart. Joe wants to go to uh, Egypt. He goes, what's the most dangerous place you've ever been? And I thought it'd be like a favela in Brazil or something or South Compton, the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I, think he, I think he was going for some rough neighborhood too. I was wondering, what is the most dangerous place you think you've ever been? Well, I haven't been anywhere dangerous. You, most- you never walked down a weird alley in Thailand <laughs> or like, I shouldn't be here? Oh, probably. I've probably been in scenarios where I shouldn't have been in, but I don't know. I'm you usually too it? ignorant to notice it. I'm I, sh- sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was. I bought hash in Italy, and in retrospect, I can't believe I'm still alive. <laughs> you went to Italian ghetto or something? No, I went into this restaurant that wasn't open, and there were birds everywhere. Like, I don't think this place was ever open. Anyways, like, I can't... They could have killed me, no problem. But they want your money. No problem. They would have got my money. <laughs> and I you're had like, it on me. It was 20 years ago in New York City, like in the avenues of the Alphabet Avenue, trying to buy crack off this person who robbed us. But we weren't like, um, we we're in our 20s, so it wasn't like, oh, um, it's like, no, fuck them up. We'll, we'll get our money back. And then some police came up and said, what do you guys do here? Get the fuck out of here now. Because we were so drunk and so fucked up, we didn't realize. Yeah, where the fuck you were. Where the fuck we were. Yeah. Whereas now I would be conscious anywhere, you know, sort of. A, more of a Joe Rogan, like looking over your shoulder wherever you go. When I turned on my 20th, maybe, I don't know what birthday it was, but when I lived in New York on my birthday, I went out and got shit-faced blackout drunk. And I woke up on, I think the A train, and I had been asleep on it for six hours. I had gone from Queens all the way to Coney Island. Like You'd be lucky if you'd been raped. Dude, or, or what would the worst thing that could have happened to All you? my shit was gone. So, like, someone had clearly patted me down and taken my shit. I woke up, and the train was packed full of people. It was, like, noon. And it was like, he, you're not from around here, are you, son? Dude, it was brutal. It was brutal. So that's probably maybe the dangerous... I don't know. Is that it for Maddie Matheson? Yeah, then? that's pretty much all well, just, I had for How does a religion start from a 14-year-old? <laughs> oh, and the Mormons, the aliens and the Mormons, yeah. I mean, again, it was the time, right? Like, that would never happen now. <laughs> there was a time where we took 14-year-olds more seriously than we did. Uh, No, I just, for all we know, Kay, like, it's just a recent religion, so we know more about it. 
Judaism could have been started by a 14 year old. We have no fucking clue. First of all, men were men a lot sooner than the whole. I, but anyway, I just mean that uh, all of them could be like the weirdest thing. We don't know. It's all been transcribed and transcribed and changed and warped. And But we're going to get to more of that in a later episode. Simon, as well. did you see all those Jews got trampled in Israel this week? Two Canadians? Yeah. So. What they used a word that I didn't understand, uh, crush with a K. Why <laughs> I've never seen that. That's interesting. That's Germans, too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Come on, anyways. Oh, my crush God. Spiegel. Um, well, how did they get trampled? What was the what was the deal? Apparently, there was like 40,000 of them packed into a place for a concert, like four times over capacity, and then I guess something happened and that sounds, they got trampled. That or I don't know, right? They're all vaccinated. Yeah, either no, way. I'm just thinking of so many people together in one place. Well, yeah, it's because they didn't get to go last year. So last year, this thing didn't happen, and it happens every year. It is like a poor... But this happens every year, whether it be uh, uh, Israelis or um, what, Sikhs someone gets or, or some, some sort of religious oh, yeah. mass gathering. Oh, I thought you were going to say massacre. No. It's sort of a massacre if people are stepping on you and you die. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a horrible way to die. Oh, awful. Remember the Rhode Island... Club fire in the nineties with Great White. I don't remember what the band was. I just remember there was a road. There was a club in Rhode Island that caught fire, and they were over capacity, and they had this pyrotechnic show, and everyone tried to leave at once, and there was like a log jam at the door, and I can't remember how many people died, but it was horrendous. The the one I was reference is the I think it's in Liverpool, where they actually had blocked off exits so people couldn't sneak in. Jesus. And they didn't realize what was happening. And then went, by the time they realized, um, and if you watch it, because everyone was on the radio. This was a riot? No, it was it was just fans uh, had snuck in one place, but they couldn't get out another place. Are you talking about the, the game? It was during a soccer yeah, game. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was insane. Well, didn't it up against turn the cage. into a, like a riot or something? I thought no, it, it turned into people being like, turned into uh, waffles. I, pressing I thought fences. people got trampled because like fights broke out in the thing and then it spilled over no. and everybody was trying to get out. I don't remember couldn't. what it was. To be Too honest. many people got in okay. and at one point they were grabbing signs off the side of the stadium to try to use the stretches. Like it was, it was bad. Well, in the Rhode Island fire, there was a survivor that said he only survived because there were so many bodies on top of him. That the fire never got to him. Yeah, insane. Just fucked. We, we, just to switch off that negative topic yeah, to a positive <laughs> one for a second. We live in a time, fellas, just so you know, it's pretty monumental, where the government, they, those people who make those decisions, have come out and said, we have seen ships out there, things that we aren't responsible for and nor are any other country. That's pretty cool. Like they're acknowledging this. I don't think there's enough weight given well, it's to because that. they haven't fully come out with it yet. That's why. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's coming. That's that, what I'm saying. I told I you big, big D disclosure is coming, but we know. But what I'm saying, Simon is until that big D disclosure comes out, you're not going to get the reaction that you're looking no, for. I but think I should it get does, it from you. Okay. Well, once it, once, okay. Yes. Once it comes, I too will be like, wow, because they're going to have to actually release it and it will be a government thing. Yeah, no, it, it, but it's close, man. It's got to be really close. I feel like this is going to be like Chappelle yeah. coming on for me. This also, this well, is going to be. That's how disclosure has worked so far, man. This is also the Mayan like calendar, a, a Y2K. Like it just, it's going to be a big carrot, a big stick. Just 
I'm well, pulling you long. I don't I mean, think you're wrong there either. If if we look at it that way, Kay, like this whole release of any information, they're deciding when it happens. We could just be playing right into their hands, right? I want the world to be flat, so I know nothing. <laughs> I yeah, want I'm not the world sure where the flat. flat world plays into the whole thing. I mean, if that's if what the you world want, is flat, Santa want. Claus could exist. Up is down, down is up. It's yeah. just. We've what, been lied to about if, everything. Simulation how, is possible. How about this, though, Kay? The world is round, but the hollow earth is real. Yeah, the world is round like a pizza. A flat pizza. As we've said all along. <laughs> Such an asshole. All right. Should we uh, take a wee break? Oh, you should rate it first. Oh, yeah, right. We do that, right? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, we'll start with you, that. then. Um, I didn't care for this episode. I'm going to give it a two and a half. And my brother-in-law hit me up and was like, I fucking hated this episode. He's had a lot to say about some of the things I've had to say recently as well. Interesting. <laughs> no, we just go back and forth. Thank sometimes. God for in-laws. Eh? He's, he's got an opinion. I have one too. It's, I... it's like, he just doesn't have a podcast. Still love the guy. <laughs> I hate this guy, but I loved this guy. I give it a 4.2. Like a great background story and then great discussion. Okay. Well, it's nice he's Canadian. he overcame. That's good for him. And he's going to the moon right now. Like, if you go buy a stock at someone, allegedly, allegedly, if if you, if you go buy a stock at someone, like I've said before, this guy is hot right now. I give it a three and a half. I liked it. I didn't hate it. It was a he's a good old Canadian. Like I said, one degree of separation between me and him. Gotta love that. I like. I'm that. almost in the chair. I like that, Kamar. Um, if if that existed, if we could bet on somebody, he'd be a good. Uh, he'd be a good. If there were human NFTs. Yeah. I'd fucking buy this guy's non-fungible token. <laughs> he might be on BitClout if you have some uh, crypto to buy it with. There you go. If you want to fake invest in them, go nuts. The the M and M coin. Matty you, you know more than me. Now. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm just making shit up, man. We're just gonna make our own crypto. I well, like if it. they just made Doge up, they made it all ain't of them nothing. Up. What are you talking about? No, I know, but like. There's a infinite number of Doge, you said. There's there nothing that makes it fucking valuable. There, well. Except for fucking Elon. But we are going to get to that right after this break. All right. We're going to pay a bill and we'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient, you can connect in a safe and private online environment, uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. 
Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Thank you to BetterHelp. So, uh... 1642. Andrew, the ginger singer <laughs> Santino. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Yeah, all right. Because he likes to light them up. Boom, 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 boom. So let me just ask you coming out of the gate. Okay. Um... Men and women shoe sizes. Is that problematic going forward? Like nobody's talking about this hot button. Uh, Kamar, take your privilege right Point now. privilege. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a big one, a big overlooked one as far as I'm concerned. It isn't for me because they don't make any women's shoes big enough for my feet. No, I'm not. Okay. Yes. Okay, thank you. Well, I, I thought you asked me. It's a valid point. It's a valid point. Like if, if I had small feet, like size nine or whatever and could fuck with girls shoes i would for sure it's just not an option for me no i mean is it though problematic because that's still a label uh, well everything's problematic obviously not really because women can still buy men's shoes they just know what size they are in a men's like it's not a fucking we're not this, we're not reinventing the wheel here and I, yeah but they haven't changed it yet is my point they like, won't they no, won't. this is what I'm asking. Is no. this? I don't think they'll change it. I'm okay. incorporating it into a joke. I could be wrong somehow, but remember that guy who went shoe shopping with his girlfriend for four hours and just threw himself off the balcony eventually and killed himself. <laughs> no, there I will, don't. There will always be a difference. Is that really a thing? <laughs> that really happened. Yeah, one shoe store too many after four hours. Just said fuck it. So was <laughs> there was a big Matrix moment? Did anyone pick up on it? A personal Matrix moment for us? I did, I but think I don't it wrote remember. Down. It. I think I wrote it down. Uh, Jesse Owens? Nope. Well, that's interesting. But <laughs> it was Snoop Dogg and how he transcends um, generations. No, that and wasn't murder it. It w- charges. That was exactly what we talked about last week. But we talked about that because actually Bronson talked about how chill. They had the exact same conversation. Oh, well, there Snoop you go. Dogg. Not yeah. much of a Matrix moment no. then. Just kind no. of a repeat moment. Yeah. Um, I felt like there was one though, and you're forgetting it. Maybe we've all forgotten. And it. then Joe took a little bit of time to talk about his flippantness of uh, 17-year-olds don't need to wear vaccines. He was called out by Fauci. They were obviously listening to what he's saying. I mean, I mean they, as uh, in air quotes. He's being noticed by the peeps. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe should be aware that he's being... No- I don't mean by the populace. I mean by... I know what you mean. The CIA or whoever. I feel like he's protected as long as he's in the great state of Texas. 
Maybe, you're right. Maybe that's exactly why he went there, Kamar. But they had a very interesting point in that discussion where he said, hey, if you want to take this episode and mine over it to pick up some clickbait and make money off it, go ahead. And I feel like that, he was talking to us. <laughs> so he gave us, he finally, he finally gave us our, our blessing. He gave us his blessing. That's amazing. Wow. Do you notice how uh, Santino's such a ball buster, but he can't? Bust Joe's off the bat, so he goes after James yeah, Man Bun. And how gross does he look like Gandalf? <laughs> like with his long gray hair. It's I like though that Santino just like busts balls and yeah, goes hard. Of, and of course, Joe's they, like standing up for Tesla and he's just fucking you know. He bought Jamie a Tesla. That's fucking it's a nice gift. He, he did he seem like he was almost embarrassed admitting to it? Uh, no, I think I think it's I think it hadn't happened yet. Like he was really trying to keep it under wraps till Jamie well, got well, the well, thing. This one, oh, okay, sorry, because he only because Jamie said I'm going to go buy as well. You can't because I bought you one. Yeah, I mean, again, that just shows that Joe does have the in with Elon too. Because isn't there a waiting list? For sure. I don't know. Steve will do it. Will buy Tesla on the job of a hat. Okay. I think there's maybe a waiting list for specific things. Fair enough. But he made a great point that all the interiors are the same. Well, that's trash. Well, Joe disagreed. He didn't. He said, well, no, he said on. you could go custom build Oh, it. yeah, but not at Tesla. But, but hold on. Yeah. If all the interiors are beautiful, then what does it matter? Like, if the, if the shittiest of their cars still has a great interior, do you feel robbed? Well, we, well shouldn't you be able Elon's to upgrade a, if you want? Elon's a shaman. You should be able to have the leather package, this package, yeah. Yeah. the wood package. Yeah. But I'm, if you get the cheapest with, Tesla, the most expensive Tesla, it looks the same on the inside. I'm yeah, with but I think he's trying to do like an like a true, you know, if you buy any Tesla, it's got the same interior. It's all equal. My friend told me that it's because it's trash. <laughs> okay, and, fair and enough. They save money in doing that. Okay, that could that could very for production well be value because we know, like, uh, I don't know how to short stocks. But Elon and Tesla is on the clock. Have you seen Audi's new uh, uh, electric car? No. Like, there's companies that are actually a lot better at building cars than Tesla. Yeah, all of them. Exactly, <laughs> and they're all coming out with electric cars. Yeah. Like, he's no truck. No, like he he should. I, I don't hope think, he, I don't think Tesla's going to be a car company. I don't I, think so. I don't I believe they're going to be a so. battery manufacturer, and they're going to make a lot off lithium and some sort of pivot, but. You know what's I mean, really interesting cars, about Elon? Go and, on. And really think about this for a sec, okay? This guy is like asking to... Now, just humor me for a sec. We're listening. He's I'm asking here. to implant a chip in microchips into you. Yeah. He wants to have total control of where you're going. You can't drive your car anymore, okay? <laughs> okay. He wants to take you off the planet to somewhere else. Okay. Okay. He wants to, um, what else? What am I missing here? What's another fucking thing? He wants to move the plan to Mars. Anyways, if, if it wasn't Elon, if like, cause the character of Elon, oh, this guy who fucking smoked weed on Joe Rogan and he's the life of the party and he's so fun. They like painted this really fine fucking great picture of him input somebody else in there like Bill Gates. If Bill Gates was trying to do all of this to us, we'd be like, hell no, Lex Luthor, you know? 
Nobody would let that happen, but because they've done such an amazing job of creating this fucking false image of Elon, we'll let this guy do anything we want because it's under the guise of like progress, you know? But really, he's just in the background making monkey-human hybrids and injecting fucking microchips into them, so he has a fucking army. Meanwhile, you're, you're locked in your Tesla, watching the fucking world fall apart from the outside. I have a great Bill Gates for the post show for you this Simon. Um, and Kamar, by the way, if, if you want to short a company, you have to f- figure out how to turn on options so you can buy options and then you just buy puts. This is in, in any of the, the apps? Yeah. Okay. So oh, like, that, sorry, go ahead. No, so like Wealth Simple, if you just have to figure out how to turn on, like contact them and say, how do I turn on options trading? And then you pick a date and a strike price. And if by that date or before that date, they drop below that strike price, you're in the money. Yeah, well, I think Tesla, it'll be five years from now. I'm not in a position to take that position for that long of a position. But I just, the writing's on the wall with Tesla. Like, like who was it said the other week? Most car companies come with a new model every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy pretends like he's making cars and just taking your money. It's total smoke. You computers. wouldn't let that happen from somebody else. This guy has carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants. It's a it's a bad news bears situation, my friends. Oh, that was the other thing was the fucking Dogecoin. Like he just decides, okay, this is good money, and all of a sudden everybody's like on board. Yeah, this is crazy. No, but man. Then, if Bill Gates tried to make the Gates coin, you would be like, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. There's that hotel well, guy who said hotel stocks are gonna drop, but then he bought them all. Like the problem. He's not the only hold one. on, Simon. The problem though is he's not like. He didn't invent Doge. He didn't create Doge. You don't know how much he has. There's an argument that because there is one person that apparently owns like, I think it's 22 and you or don't 28% know who it is, of all right? the Doge. Exactly. But so there's people that say maybe it's Elon. There's and maybe he did invent Doge. No, they know he didn't. Well, that's shitty if he does. It's just another if he fucking owns Doge offshoot and does that, then that's shitty. Of, uh, of Elon Industries. Like, I'm, I just, I find it really interesting how we'll give Bill Gates, like, no way this guy's coming, you know, he owns all the virus companies and then all the vaccine companies. He's a bad guy, but Elon just gets a free fucking pass. I mean, that's optics for you, though. Yeah, totally. And, and I that, just think Elon that, doesn't love hanging out with his wife. That leads totally, <laughs> just stays busy. totally <laughs> into the CIA optics, Maddie, which we'll talk about in the next episode. Well, they, they have to be involved in the, the, the degree where he's doing space travel and, and um, you know, uh, the satellites and launching stuff. There's no way there's... Yeah, the government's just like, we, oh, we, go ahead. We, we actually, just, we've never spoken. He's just a private <laughs> contractor who's working for the government, who's probably actually the government, which is exactly how they do things. We know this. It's how they make vac- or virus factories, rather. It's how they fucking get their military to do things that their military doesn't want on the books. Like, we're not breaking new ground here. We're just putting a face to a name. Anywho. Um, <laughs> Anywho. So, Andrew Santino. 37 years old. Joe's 53. <laughs> Um, He's younger than all of us. Thanks. If uh, well, it was a funny. I don't sell crack. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> they were talking about uh, legalized uh, uh, prostitutes decriminalizing the states. I had seen that video the, earlier this week. Um, one bad thing because we've always talked about uh, you know the the route to freedom or uh, social ease 
is decriminalization of uh, drugs. Yep. And they did that in Oregon, and it's gone to shit. Like, well, it, it's, a, it's a weird example. No correlation, though. Well, no, but that's the one place where they've done it. It, it, it. Like, you would think, okay, you legalize drugs, and that's a perfect opportunity to defund the police. But they've had like a hundred nights of riots there. The mayor's pivot, as they were talking about, is now begging for help. It sort of like doesn't help our cause that these antifas have fucked it up or what, whatever, whatever the one thing that isn't right that is supposed to make things better. Yeah, but I disagree with you only because if you could point the finger and specifically say, look what legalizing drugs did and say all these riots are because of legal pot. No, of, of course. I'm not all. saying that. I know uh, you're not. That's just... the example. So someone could use it as well. This is what happens if you do that. Yeah, I and just feel like we're all smarter disappointing. than that. Yeah, I agree, but I, I I don't know. I think that's dangerous to think we're all smarter than that. Well, I give us If part. I could think of it's possible. Well, fair enough. And the other thing Joe said, could you imagine like there's countries that hire mercenaries to go in and kill dissidents? Yeah. Like that happens. And so like if um America were to hire Iranian commandos to come here, snuff out all the antifas or whatever. Like they're pushing it to maybe get to that point, not in the next year or so, but they've got to chill out. Have you guys seen that movie 12 hours? I think that's what it's called. 12 hours, 18 hours. It's with John Krasinski. It's a, uh, I think oh, it's a Michael Bay movie. The one where they're in the compound locked yeah. down by gunfire. It is for a like, fu- it's, it's fucking, fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It's nuts. And that's like, uh, those guys are a, like a Blackwater type organization and they're there protecting a military base. Yeah. You know, but it's not the military protecting their own base. It's these guys protecting. And then this other base starts getting attacked and they're not allowed to go help. And it's crazy. Well, no, that's, that's uh, Benghazi. Benghazi. Yeah, exactly. That's where it is. That, that's a true story. It's a true story. Exactly. And that's why Hillary, everyone hates Hillary Clinton. Mm. Oh, that's the only reason? <laughs> well, that was the, the, the biggest one that they could try to pin on her and Obama. Speaking of drugs, though, I can't wait. And I'm serious when I say this. I can't wait until um, psilocybin gets legalized here because I figure it can't be that far away. It's got to be coming. And we can get like um, regulated. The perfect microdosing. Microdosing. Good. Yeah, because I, I truly believe that that is probably one of those things we're missing in life that was around in the ancient days and that we don't have today that could probably you know do a lot of good definitely with so many things like uh rebuilding brains or causing depression or mental illness just making people feel good with very little uh downside i think is i think like, the if mental it could illness re- is the biggest thing yeah if it can re- re- well, look, it's one thing if it can really like reformulate um, pathways, I'm, neural pathways yeah, of course, yeah. and fix people. Yeah. That would be amazing. But if it could just get like, um, you know, about the, easing you back into a sense of normalcy or like feeling, you well, know, with like, it, without taking pills for sure. Yeah. Man. Well, I'm just saying, well, like, it is sort of taking pills, but it's natural. Well, it's natural. I'm but, just saying, if you look at the homeless problem in LA, like if you could, if I believe a lot of that is mental illness more than it's just like, you know, just people out on the streets. Um, and that's the thing is a lot of people on the streets, like they, you know, it's a lot of them. I'm not going to say they want to be there, but like they're so mentally ill that they have no capacity to get off. 
And they definitely don't want to be in a fucking asylum because I imagine that's nuts. Mushrooms are the way. It's also feeling good on the inside rather than feeling good from acquiring stuff. Yep. On, yep. on, on both ends. Yep. Another thing that the ancients probably had, right? Yeah. Do you like how Santino could do, I, I call it tone dissing? <laughs> when he's shitting on the test, like, yeah, look at that. He does actually say what's wrong with it. You just say, yeah, oh, that's a great dash. You know <laughs> what I mean? That sort of way to like uh, make fun of something. Yeah. We've, we've all done it when you don't have anything. Oh, what a great game. Oh, you jump over the building. So cool. One of the most amazing bits, and it's just like a real free-flowing thing, is when he's on the fighter and the kid, and he's doing the impressions but he's doing them wrong. Have you ever seen that one, no. Kamar? Santino's doing it? Santino's he's great doing at impressions. it. So he's it saying like, uh, oh, here's my Italian impression, but then he's doing a Chinese guy doing an Italian impression. Gotcha. It's, it's really fucking funny. Oh, because you can be racist, but you're another ethnicity well, being he racist. he was racist no, no. the whole time, but it was just... But, but uh, John Doerr does a joke where he goes, this is my impression of Hitler, and he does a total Asia voice. Yeah, that's, so what, like, that's what he, It that's blows what the whole thing doing. up. When he asked Joe how to feel, and Joe's like, I feel great because I'm on steroids. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm juiced up with vitamins and steroids. I drink steroids. Would you love to s- just somehow for a day, and it probably wouldn't be good because then you'd go back to normal, feel how good Joe feels? <clears throat> like he just feel, must feel like he glows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He probably feels fucking wonderful. Everything possible at your disposal, the sauna, the cold drop, the, the crypto, the, the, the cryo, sorry, the steroids, the vitamins, the food, the elk, like, that's, it, it's, it's, it's gotta squad be nice. goals, squad it's goals. It's gotta <laughs> Listen, be nice. It's gotta be great. And yeah. we have time, because he's 53 and he feels so good, so it still can be done. It's not like something that passes he's by. He's a billionaire. Yes. Oh, oh. This is all a money issue. Well, It's if not we get... a fucking, like... You know what I'm saying, Kay? If you had the cash, you could get the drips and the. If we get 20,000 more Patreons, I will know how good Joe Rogan feels. Well, there you go. Um, you got more for him, Kay? Uh, yeah. How about Burt Kreischer making a movie? I, I said that two weeks ago. You just don't listen to everything. No, I don't. That's why I said, remember, he is not going to be on the show because he's making a movie, and this is why he hasn't been around to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try to tell old jokes. One of Joe was saying, he, he said, I saw you two months ago yeah. do stuff for seven years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like He said that to Andrew Santino? No, he, no. Was, saying, he was saying it to Santino about other people. Like People have asked me to come on, on tour with him, and he's like, no, I saw you do like... I saw you in the room, in the belly room the other day doing jokes I saw you do seven years ago. There's no fucking way I'm taking you on tour, that sort of thing. Because there is a wild energy you get from... It's almost the opposite of what happened in this episode that we're actually recording. And that we had weird energy doing it for the second time. Yeah. But when you do something the first time, you don't even know where it's going. And when it hits, it's fun for everyone. Like, it's fun for the performer. Like, oh my God, I came up with that. So I, I see what he says, but... If you're opening, you only have to do like 10, 15 minutes. You could have three of those sets or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is very interesting not to uh, get caught up by Joe's club doing the same old material. Because he really got into how he wants free food for comics. Like, it's a, it's a fucking mecca. And they're all going there, obviously. Um, 
sex trafficking, the woman's distress sign. We found that out. Yeah. Public that's service announcement. Yeah, that was a know. very important and thing. And yeah. I'm being serious because if that's really a thing, then that's probably something you want to know in case you see like a next time you go girl for a massage. at the mall if you're ever at the mall again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know about the order pizza on 911 if you're ever captive. I've seen, well, I've seen a few know. articles of girls. Do, I saw one the other day, too, where this girl, like, <clears throat> her boyfriend had her at gunpoint for, like, a week. Oh, my God. And she convinced the boyfriend that the dog was sick. And when they when they got to the vet, I guess sometime, at some point she had written a small note saying, he's got a gun, call the cops. Put it in the collar or something? No, she just oh. slipped it to the girl at the desk. And the girl at the desk had the fucking wherewithal to immediately, like, run to a supervisor. They called the cops. Cops showed up. Nice. And, uh, yeah. Joe would rather fight in cowboy boots and high tops. <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> this is what he said. I know. They come off easy. Do they? Because I always see someone like on the bed having someone pull say, off the cowboy yeah. boot. It's think, really, and how do you easy when you're being bucked from a bull? And maybe? how do you get any like fucking traction to do spinning no, heel no, no, kicks? No, 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 Actually, no. maybe it's better for spinning the, heel kicks. You don't fight in the cowboy boots. They come off so easily. Yeah. You can then fight just barefoot. Ro- you roadhouse the cowboy boots <laughs> in the glass covered. Street. Yeah. Joe definitely high, doesn't know how tops, cowboy you're boots done. work. Yeah, Jordans? No, no Cow, Cowboy boots work a lot like ski boots. Of course. That's I how hard they are to get on and off. Listen, uh, aside from cowboys fighting other cowboys, I can't imagine. And even that always looked like a hockey fight <laughs> because they were totally unbalanced. I know? think cowboy boots would only, you know, only maybe have a chance because there's a heel like in the mud. Or in the cow pasture, you know what I mean? You have a bit of that, that grip to stand no, your cowboy ground. Cowboy boots are made so they don't fall out of the stirrups. Like, it is not a practical... It's like the shoes you wear for biking. They are not... They're good to clip into the fucking pedals, but they're not practical for anything else, man. Those definitely would not be good for fighting. Those biking shoes with the, <laughs> with the click clack. Even if you try to run for your life, you just slide on the cement. Tap shoes? You're trying to fight in tap would, shoes? Uh, Fuck that. Age-old question... Ice cream or gelato? Oh, gelato all fucking day. Gelato. Even the best ice cream, you're still going gelato? Well, the problem is, is we have the best, we had the best gelato in the world in our city. Oh, yeah. We've already talked about this. I yeah. don't remember. Gelato, gelato, gelato. Stella Luna went to the Italian World Gelato Fest and won. Joe bought uh, that TRX Mammoth, he said. Guess how much the, the truck cost? The, what are you saying? The TRX bandwidth? No, they were talking about... Uh, trucks and Joe said he bought the custom TRX oh. Mammoth. Mammoth, okay. Remember you saying yeah, all yeah, the I, all the card names are, are I, taken. I remember, I remember, yeah. I'm just asking, guess how much the co- truck costs? Uh, Three hundred thousand. Three hundred seventy-five thousand. That's crazy. Jesus Christ. Well, it's crazy because trucks are just expensive. Because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm looking for trucks right now. Even a used truck with lots oh, of kilometers on. They're not on, cheap. They're not cheap because they're nope. so um, useful. But this truck that he had that's like as fast as a Porsche, it's insane. I wouldn't recommend driving a truck as fast as a Porsche, though. I am getting so angry by them not showing the fucking video they're watching. It is so goddamn infuriating. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is going on? What it's the pre- fuck? It, it, this one was pretty close, though. I this mean, one they showed a lot. Like I, a I listened to it and then watched it because the streaming worked and it was pretty close. Kamar, I don't know what that truck looks like. Do you know why? Because they wouldn't fucking show me. Well, in that case, I Googled it. <laughs> I don't want to have to do extra work while I'm fucking listening. I'm telling you, hyperlinks, it's the way of the future for this podcast. There was just a great banner, though. It was like, 
if you buy me a house and a car, I'll move here. It's like, okay, I'll buy a house in East LA. <laughs> and I'll buy a fucking Pinto. They had just so much good rapport. I, it's the same joy I had when Tom Segura came back. Mm-hmm. I don't want it every three months. But also, Santino listens to the podcast. is asking him about Jake Paul and the thing. Fauci, like it, 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 it just I I just enjoy these every once in a while. I like Santino. I got nothing bad <clears throat> to say about him. I thought he was funny, and I agree. Slam ball. You want to bring it back? Amazing! Oh, it was so best. fun, and the yeah, best. I'm totally in yeah. if it comes back. Till uh, like, it's Elon who spearheads it. Well, it probably will be. It'll be called Elon Ball Don't because this guy fucking puts his name on everything. Imagine like slam Trump. ball in space, Simon. Zero gravity. Zero gravity slam ball. Dude, now we're talking. That'd be like old oh, school NBA. But I don't think. So hold on a second. How would a, a trampoline work in zero gravity? It wouldn't. It wouldn't work. No. Yeah. All that's, bets are that's off. No good. I was just talking. You know, that's it was no fun. Good. It was a fun thought experiment. Golf shots more impressive than a pool break. Sorry. They're freaking about the guy. The guy can hit the pool cue. Yeah. He's such a hard break. Golf shots more impressive. Have you ever seen a hole in one happen, Kamar? No, I know some people who have. No, what I, they said, Kamar, the, the debate was what's harder, a 7-10 split? No, that, that's the, that was coming. Oh, that, okay, that, gotcha, okay. He, he was trying to explain to him about golf shots. Yeah. And just just golf shots in themselves, consistency yeah. is harder. The, the, the pool table, everything, the lie, it, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's more impressive. Uh, a agree. really accomplished golfer yeah. than a guy. But the hole in one is easier than a 7-10 split. Yeah. And I believe that. The 7 I. I don't think I believe that at all. But the seven ten split, a blind I didn't, golfer hit a hole in one. I didn't realize that um, it had to bounce off the side. Well, how else does it happen? Well, yeah. I always thought I don't know. I figured you you'd come on the outside over the gutter and kick it over. You'd come on the outside. You'd hit it so the pin spun a certain way, and then I don't know. I just but the whole I thing is to, the bowling ball has to hit the exact side of the pin. Oh no! For the I, ricochet, I get it. It's very tough. I still think a hole in one would be harder though. But they're saying there's like three a year, maybe seven ten splits. Yeah. There's I mean, don't forget there was a hole in one at the Masters this year, so they're obviously oh, like, no, they, like they you happen. said, they happen more frequently than we'd like to believe. I, I think. you know how he said like you know when a hole in one happens, like when the guy hits it, you just. You yeah. know it's the perfect shot. I saw a hole in one, and it wasn't anything like that. It rolled its way too. It was like, but a, it bounced off something. A miss hit. That, no way. Like, yeah, totally. A hundred percent. There's no way you could miss hit a Tevin's. Well, maybe I guess he could. It just. Well, this is what I'm saying. You could. You could hit it in the exact spot. Like they're both just dumb luck, you know. At that point. What does it tell you about pool that the greatest pool hall in the world is called the hard times? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that pool was called pool because you pool your money up to gamble. I learned a bunch of new well, it's shit called in billiards. this episode. That's what pool He's is. He's yeah. said this to us before. That's what pool is. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm, not, I'm just saying that's why they called it pool. Yeah. Hmm. Kamar's right. He's brought that up. What is your choice of weapon in the zombie apocalypse? You asked us this last week. We all said. No, he didn't. Yeah. We, we talked about this last week. No, we didn't. Okay, fine. We didn't. Why, why would we have talked about it last week? Did it come up? Or the week before? I don't Mine know. is a double-ended spear with blades on both sides. That splits apart. That's a good one. It's very specific. It's a, no, it's very good. You get two katana blades or a double-headed spear. And you give yourself some, some distance. I mean, it's clear you can't use anything with ammunition. Because you're going to run out. You don't remember talking about this ammunition? We talked about all of this. Yeah, you're <laughs> oh, okay, right. Okay, fair enough. 
I'm over now too. Joe was very against the um, uh, crossbow. Yeah. But he he's always been he's always been anti. Yeah. But I think there's a in all fairness, I think there's like a little thing you attach to pull it. Even then, you, you got to pick up yeah, all the yeah, fucking. Yeah. And yeah. they definitely make it seem easier in The Walking Dead. The cross sure. crossbows for douchebags. The remember Santino's like. Um, that's why I liked Zombieland so much. And Joe just talks right through him and says, Walking Dead season two, we're all right. Like he didn't even <laughs> want to acknowledge Zombieland. I don't think he likes Bill Murray. He must. What? Zombieland's good. Bill Murray's only in it for like a couple of minutes. But he makes it. Take Bill Murray out. No, Zombieland is Woody not as Harrelson good as Woody Harrelson makes it. Woody, oh, Woody Harrelson is pretty good. But definitely, Kamara's right. I mean, when you see Bill Murray, you're like, oh. Speaking of Woody Harrelson, I rewatched. Um, <laughs> uh, What's the basketball one with uh, Will Ferrell? Oh, uh, no bowling one, Kingpin. No, no he's talking no, about the basketball, the basketball one, one with Will Ferrell and Woody Harrelson. It's so fucking Benchwarmer. funny. No, not Benchwarmer. What the fuck is the name not of that old movie? Old school. Uh, White man can't jump. Nope. No, he's also in that. And no, it's uh, fuck. What the home, fuck? Home team. Home. Uh, Okay, whatever. I'm going to find matter. it right now. Yeah, thanks, Matty. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. There you go. Jesus so Christ. fucking funny, man. Do you know how like some people are allergic to shellfish or um, peanuts or whatever? Like We, we are peanuts? not all the same. <laughs> There's something wrong with me that I don't see what everyone else sees in Shit's Creek. I don't like Shit's Creek either. Well, I love Shit's Creek. Mary loves so it too, yeah. No, I, I, to I've been you. in the room with people watching just... And they're, they're like falling over themselves. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I, like I, it's it's like I, I'm colorblind, but humor blind that I just don't get the frequency of what the joke is. I don't know. I'm with you, Kamar. I'm I've never understood it. But to each their own. Yeah. Again, it's you know. Do you like Best in Show? Well, he mentioned the Best in Show clip where the guy has two left feet. Yeah, that's not the funniest part of that clip. Because he's sitting there with Catherine O'Hara goes, when we were in high school, she dated a couple guys. And she goes, oh, no, I dated hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> and his face just goes white like a ghost. <laughs> he's like, well, I used to get around, too. And then he says the, the dancing thing. But yep. I love I love all those uh, <laughs> mockumentaries. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, to each his own, like Matt I just I just don't get the Shit's Creek, like the greatest comedy show ever. Well, it's not the greatest comedy show ever, and there are parts about it I don't well, like. Well, it won it all the show. Emmys this year. Yeah, it did. And uh, does Joe know that Modern Family's been canceled? Yeah, I know the way he said it. The, the way going. he said it, it was yeah. weird. There's, they got like 12 seasons still going. Yeah, it, The last had to few be like, episodes of that were like fucking bad, man. It's just tough when the kids get older. That's what I mean. And people are like going through like manhood. It's weird. The same things were going over again, but it was still funny in the consistency of the like... The, the 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 stupid things Luke would do, he still did the stupid things. It, it, it made the longest of any show. And I can't believe Sunny Philadelphia is like 16 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't even know where to find it. On I've FX only Facts. seen to season 10. Did you come in my burrito? SCTV also so underrated. I didn't love SCTV. Yeah, I didn't love SCTV But either. if you go back and look what they're doing now, I'm guilty because uh, I got sucked into CNN's the 80s, the 90s, which I don't like CNN, but those they do those well because they just have all the clips. There's not really, there's no political sway or, or they don't refer anything. They just are doing historical sort of this how things happen. And the fact that it was a 
cut rate studio making shitty shows. Like it, it it's it's it, it's better than Saturday Night Live, I think. The the way they pulled it off, it's just I think it had a taint because it was Canadian. Had a what? A taint? A taint? A taint? Not a taint. Like a, <laughs> with a K on the end. We didn't. We thought it was less than because it was Canadian. I, it. I noticed that the other day. Just speaking of taint, like we use the the word taint. It taints something. Yeah. Like it has a real bad connotation. Yes. yes. Well, it's a gross little part of your body. It becomes the ABC. Well, and she was trying to change that, man. She was saying, "No, take the take the taint out of taint." Work the balls, swallow the gravy. Oh, Jesus. Massage the taint. He really knows how to just fucking throw a bl- yeah. wet blanket on the party, yeah. eh? It must be weird to be in a traffic jam and know it's because of you, eh? Like, in the in the conversation, blowing up your spot. Remember they were talking about they're going to the studio, like, what's the thing? It's like, uh, you're performing? <laughs> that just must be weird in your head. Oh, to know that you're the cause of the traffic jam. I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. I mean, about. not if you know that that traffic jam is going to give you, you know... A million bucks. No, but I'm with oh, Kamar. No, to know you it, have that kind of power over the world. Yeah, well, it's like it's one thing to see it in a stadium. That's yeah. overwhelming. But to be like, the world is physically inconvenienced. Like, what the hell's going on? You are. Why? Who caused the traffic jam? Joe, Joe. did? Joe said twice they were going to events. It was like, what's going on with the driver's like, I believe it's you, Mr. Roman. Oh, my God. My favorite is Doug Stanhope's story about being in Calgary. And he's like, I was walking to the venue to go to my show. And he's like, there was this big group of or like a group of people standing on the street and he's like, they all looked super undesirable. And he's like, so I like crossed the street to like avoid them. He's like, and then I realized they were my fans standing outside the venue waiting for my show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he likes the distance between his fans. I was thinking one of our next challenges because we said we would have a pool challenge which ties into this episode talking about pool. Okay. And we also could have a horse challenge. I'm down with both. I mean, they said horse is a lame game. Simon but- can't play basketball. I can play horse. Um, yeah, of course. Do you, or I can play 21, I guess. Do you think that pool, just speaking of pool, do you think that it's like a game that's not going to be around in 50 years? I believe that statement has some something to it. Because when you think about it, like we played a lot of pool, but like I don't see a lot of pool being played anymore. The problem is real estate is expensive as fuck and pool tables take up a great deal of space. Therefore, running a pool hall... It, it's very tough. It's like, a, you know, like in downtown Toronto, somehow there's a fucking um, a golf range. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, given the space they're on, like, how does this place possibly generate enough money to well, make it worth it? Well, that's why you don't see horseshoes anymore. It just takes up a lot of room. No, but that's part of it, right? <coughs> like, it takes up a lot of room. It's just not played a lot. It's, but I, I, And then I, it's gone. I, I mean, would also argue that it was legitimately a way of making money. Like being a hustler. Like, uh, what does Rod Stewart say? Get me a cue and make a living at playing pool. Like, it was sort of a thing. But now you can make money playing Call of Duty, twitching fucking Man Brothers. Online poker. Whatever you... There's so many other ways for men or women, whatever they want to do. Like, this is the thing about uh, these sports. You'd think almost men and women would be... uh, Equal. A push, right? Mm -hmm. Like... Darts for sure. Yeah, because there's, there's no physical. It doesn't seem throwing a dart. There should be men's darts. They or weren't darts. in the bars though, because they were at home rearing the kids. So, so that's systemic the, uh, yeah, uh, exactly. oppression. Oppression, and that's why they can't play darts. Yeah. To, I can it. I get my uh, 
what's it called? Position of uh, point of privilege. Thank you. Point of privilege. Thank you. But they're just talking about how even what's fucked up is women can go to Europe and make more money playing basketball than they can in the WNBA. I will say this though: I don't think pool will go away because having a pool table is still like a almost a status symbol. Like you have the space; they're not cheap. I don't think it will be a sport in the sense that like it might be like polo. Maybe I just think people will still play pool casually and recreationally. I just don't think. But but what I mean is you can't be. A kid from the slums that plays polo. No. You need a horse. <laughs> you yeah. need rich friends and Ferraris yeah, that yeah. have a polo field. Sure, yeah, you're right. I, I like, I, But even that, I don't think a lot of poor people... Well, maybe. Maybe there's... But it used to be like a yeah, I know scuzzy, yeah. hard time It's a place thing. to hang out to. I believe the, one of the best pool halls here is shut down. Which one, the monkey? No, I think that might still be clinging to life. Oh, the Q and Cushion. Q yeah, because Adam's dad's selling the That building. whole thing is gone. Yeah. So, I mean... It might need a major movie to resurrect itself. I mean, I don't think that'll happen either. And I don't think that'll happen. No. No, I agree. Keep and in mind, I when they made gone. The Color of Money, pool was like, it's not like it was a dead sport. Like it was, people played a lot of it. It was still in every bar or a lot that's of what, bars. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. It just amped yep. up something that was already it's there. It's endangered right now. Yeah. I mean, but I I still believe that you'll see pool tables in expensive homes for, you know, the foreseeable future. Or billiard tables. Sure. Billiard tables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about foosball. Like you still see foosball tables a lot of places. In frat houses. Nothing compared to what you see in Europe. Ra- well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I think it's going the way of the dodo. Dodo, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Fair enough. Yep. Great minds. I'm often wrong. Well, so. let's let's end uh, Santino on that unless you got something else. Uh, I was just going to say, you could mention the Kaepernick taking me in the same sentence as Muhammad Ali, but you can't compare the two as sort of being the same. No. Muhammad Ali is just greater than what Colin Kaepernick did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I don't even like... They're not the same at all. Really. Well, they, but they spoke sort yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. as yeah. as is, and I just once they talked it out, even they said, "Well, no. well, Muhammad Ali was so much crazier and so much more you poignant." Could make, you could one could make an argument though that Muhammad Ali came back from it. Colin Kaepernick never quite recovered from his stance. No, they said he didn't. They no, said he didn't recover from it. He took the three years off and came back and just wasn't ever the same. Yeah, but he's that's still, where they're the same. But he still fought. He still made money fighting. He might not have been the same fighter, but he still made money in his craft. I mean, now keep in mind, Kaepernick's turned down some jobs. He made some terrible decisions on his own, but it's neither here nor there. Who did you guys pick up in the draft, Kamar? Uh, a lineman who's 340 pounds, and he's um, like from Samoa. Oh, like cool. A beast. Yeah, you know best. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I was going to talk about the draft. That was uh, crazy. Do you think... Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Vikings. I'm going to call it now. That's where quarterbacks go to die. Brett Favre. Aaron yeah. Rodgers to the Vikings, the arch nemesis of the Packers? It's perfect. He's so pissed at the Packers. He oh wants nothing to do with them. Wouldn't that would it be work? a real slap in Wouldn't the face. Wouldn't it be perfect? Why don't you go to your NFC rivals and win another, like be, get another all-star? It's going to be a MVP, real slap in the face me? if we're locked down watching football. Didn't Brett stadiums. Favre also go to the yes, Vikings? He yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, the, and, my Lanta. And, and through the worst pass known wow. to man. But yeah, wouldn't wow. this just be a fucking... Twilight of his career. This is crazy. This is, this is crazy. I'm calling it here now. Yeah, he probably right. won't. He's probably going to go to the Patriots yeah, or some horse shit. But whatever. Uh, a boy can dream. <laughs> okay, well, let's rate it, Santino. 
I love it when these guys get together after a long period of time, especially after this thing. I liked how Santino was like, yeah, I got, I got, I got the vaccine. I'm a sheep. Like, just deprecate himself. Shit on LA. Yeah, LA stuff. You gonna stay there? I give this a four. I'm also gonna give it a four. I had, uh, I just had good vibes this week. I was feeling, felt good. I'll give it a three and a half, but I also share your good vibes. Okay, there we go. Not quite as good, but still there. Almost in agreement. No. All right, moving on to the last one of the week. 1643, Jonathan Zimmerman. You're well oiled machine. Yeah, so free speech, a lot of free speech talk. Yep. Yes, but uh, again, this had the thing that the Maddie Matheson had. We had a, a strong, his background, his personal experiences, uh, the, all of the Nepal. Um, I thought it was interesting how they said we are at the birth of social media. Like TikTok, uh, all that stuff. People are starting to use it and already making millions off it. You know what I mean? And it's just in its infancy. Yeah. We don't even know how people exploit it and use it. And it's, it's it, I think I said a couple weeks ago that uh, it's the new pop high school has been re- Incarnated because of social because media. Of social media. Like life is back to being a popularity contest. Hmm. We thought that was just a high school thing. You'd outgrow it. And it's pulled us back in. I mean, you can choose not to participate. Yeah, yeah. That's but then you just watch other people then kill you're it. A social pariah. You not are. Really. What are you talking? You feel like a social pariah because you're not on. But like when I when no, I come. No, but you, if I was like a young person, I would. Okay, I don't maybe, give yeah. a fuck. No. Exactly. When I come to you guys and talk about Bryce Hall or these guys, you're like, why are you watching this? You know what I mean? It's just it's the only entertainment out there right now. No, that is so not true. <laughs> That's so not true. That is absolutely untrue. There are lots of uh, age appropriate fucking options for you. Age appropriate. Yeah, it's just not a thing anymore. I know. I know. Man. I don't even know what that means. Like. You can only watch something if you're a certain age? No, it just means certain things are geared towards certain ages, and you just happen to fall into I don't know, because ages. I, I guess. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I would be interested in scandals about uh, Luke Perry, or whatever, or Brad Pitt and Angelina, or, or whatever it's been. What it's been, you know what I mean? Whatever people are talking about or... And Dave Portnoy is interested in all of it, so I know I'm not the only person who's too old to like stuff that's age appropriate. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I I mean, some of that stuff for sure. I was thinking more like uh, I don't know, some of the music, some of the. I mean, Portnoy's using it to reach a larger audience so that his company remains relevant. I think he does that, but I, I think he can only do it well with a general interest in it. I don't think he could do all this and just like. This is just to keep my brand going. No, and I think you know he wants I mean? to try to remain young himself as well. To again for the brand, but guilty as charged. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, with that. How about the honor system that used to exist in the paper machines? I never really thought too much I, about. Of course, that you could just put a quarter in and take all take of them all and make your the side. Papers. That's how worthless newspapers were. I always thought that as a kid. Because I remember I'd be like, why don't you just grab 10? And my dad would be like, because we paid for one. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Well, no. And now well, that was I would Japanese say, culture. I would yeah. say the same to my son. I would say, no, we paid for one. We're going to yeah. take one. And but as, as I would too. How but many people instinct? just took all of them? I mean, again, what is your value? Like A real you said, entrepreneur would. It's not worth shit. Well, it is not worth shit. Apparently, it's not worth the paper it's written on. But honestly, if we're talking like grassroots making money. 
you're saving someone the time to go to that paper box. If you grab it, hey, mister, want to... Like, you could... Well, the, it could solve the homeless problem if they just put all just newspapers back shit. in business. They, they tried that, though, with the Metro. Remember they were, yeah, had people handing it out? That, know, didn't, that didn't last long. Don't we have a skewed uh, view or opinion of Iran? I was just going to say that, yeah, Iranians like us. They like us more than any other... No, sorry, the U.S. Americans, yeah. More than any other country. And they're cool people. It's just the government sucks. That's the just the same way we say China's the worst. Like, but we've had multiple prime ministers. The dangers of Iran, and you only see on the video like a guy hung, an effigy burning, and you're like, oh god. But it isn't. It isn't the truth. Well, the government wants that. So, but but we have a learned truth that is not the truth about Iran. Yep. And it's it, just like it only takes one, um, one or two, uh, fucking generations to change history, man. And we look to, at it for them to rewrite history. We look at Iran again. It, this weird thing as like this country, but they have eighty million people. Like Iran runs Rukshaw on us. We are such a small country, mm-hmm. but only because of our size, we have this weird position of looking down or having an opinion. Oh, you're talking about Canadians. Yeah, of course. Even like Myanmar, you know the wait. Does more people make you? And hold on a second. Does more people make you a better country? If you were to have a fight, who's going to win? Well, that that, more people doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. It's who has a bigger and better military. Well, no. In our cases, we don't have that, but we're only good because we have uh, masses of. uh, But we're in NATO. Natural resources, which we don't even. I like Canada. I've always said should be like Saudi Arabia. So much oil, so much water, so much trees. None of us should pay for university. Healthcare, like, you know what I mean? Healthcare is free. Well, they took all their trees, and that's why they're the desert, Kamar. In Iran? Well, again, think about Iran when we're talking about Japan being 5,000 years old. Like, Iran's been around for a lot longer than us. Of course. So it must be the ideology that's keeping their GDP down or whatever makes them not as powerful a country as we are. Well, no, it's who you're friends with, too, though, Kamar. Like, we're part of NATO, so you can sit there and say our military shit. It doesn't matter, because the second anyone goes to war with us, you go to war with every country in NATO. And again, just out of curiosity, why are you assuming that Iran is not as powerful as Canada? Because of this learned ignorance of, like, what Iran is like. Okay. I, I, I said they were more powerful than us. And you said, why are they more powerful? More people, does that make you more powerful? Well, no, but I'm just wondering where you're getting your information from. Like, what makes them more powerful? 90 million people. They, they, like, America's more powerful than us because they have 300 million people, right? No, okay, but Brazil, has, Brazil has, like, quadruple that. So does that make them... Brazil's economy is bigger than Canada, I think. Okay, but, but you were just talking about more powerful. More powerful. Well, no, Brazil actually has no army. So this is what we're saying. Uh, whatsoever. Is, we have no army whatsoever. Well, we have an army. Well, we have an army, but you said we're, we're NATO. We don't need an army. <laughs> I'm just saying we are like, we may be the happiest country in the world, but we're way down on countries of impact in the world. Yeah, of course. We know that though. I don't feel a lot of people think that. I think we're like, we're in the conversation when we're having discussions about foreign policy and stuff. I've never once in my 38 years on this planet thought that we had a voice in any sort of foreign policy just, that anyone listens we to We condemn us. countries, we say this, we say that, but we, we really just are 
um, NATO coattails. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, do we have a choice, I guess? If you're saying we're so insignificant, then the only way we can get a voice is to join a group. I no, don't he's know, anti-team, remember? No team it, for this It's guy. always been like uh, on your own. we've been a leader in human rights and all this stuff. I, I think these are narratives that we've created that aren't necessarily as true as we believe they are. Well, we used to send peacekeepers out, so that's just all... While we were oppressing our First Nations or, or, or just whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe we're not, our uh, team isn't, we're not on the right side. We we don't have a choice because we have to be, because we have no military. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying anything. Can't, you're, the, you're the one we, making all the points. We can't, I, don't even, I, I don't even understand what we're talking about anymore. We can't stand our own and have a legitimate, what Canadians think of stuff in the world, opinion, right? No, I'm allowed to have an opinion about whatever the fuck I want. As a country, though, uh, our our leader... Iran has always been an enemy of Canada. As long as, like, with Trudeau, with Stephen Harper. Okay. That's all I'm talking about. But we're wrong. They're not an enemy of us. We okay, just don't agree just, with their enemy. But, their, you, but you finished saying that their government was a problem and the people aren't. So can we not be an enemy of their government and not the people? Like I'm, I know, I'm but I've never heard that narrative or that talked about until this guy Talked about how cool Iran was. Well, if you asked me who Canada's enemy was, I wouldn't say Iran. I'll sh I'll bring up a clip of us denouncing Iran. Okay, I, I'm just telling you that they're I not don't, my enemy. I don't know that. That's not like are we talking about this all the time about how terrible Iran is? That's we we all agreed the effigies and like they're portrayed as this hateful country towards, but they're not. They love us. We, we just said this. Like you, you talked yourself out of it. No, he said they love the states. We weren't talking about I was us. never talking about us. I didn't even know we were part of the conversation. We're in the cahoots. Okay, perfect. No problem. No worries. It just feels like you're really down on Canada, and I'm wondering why. Because we have a self-inflated thing of our impact in the world, but we're really small players. That's my opinion. Okay. And I love Matty Matheson. He's Canadian. Multitasking is a hoax. Do you ever try to do a bunch of things at the same time and I end up doing all of it poorly? I mean, I do everything poorly, even when I do them one at a time. So tough. Uh, but he was saying, make sure you focus. That makes sense. I mean, I can't say that doesn't make sense. You would assume that if you just focused on one thing that. Yeah. I hope I hope that's what it is because I don't have anything going on, so I can only focus on something I'm doing instead of feeling like I should be doing more. Just whatever you're doing, do it the best. I mean, again, that's why that's why you know the people that are the best at one thing, they've usually spent ten, twenty years doing just that one thing. They don't have a lot to offer in other. You know what I mean? Unless there's there's obviously a few outliers. There's some people that have been good at multiple sports or that sort of thing, but. For the most part, you you got to get your 10,000 hours in or whatever. So you just have to spend it doing that fucking thing. I also like that he said, if you believe in a muse, there is a muse. I've always had trouble wrapping my head around the muse. Mm -hmm. But it's like, like, how do you get inspiration to paint, Simon? Right, just... You see an insect on the on your window and then like... I don't know. I've never really thought about it, to tell you the truth. Where's this painting of Chico? But it's on my iPad. I don't. I don't have a. Um, 
I, I don't think I use the muse like that, but, but it's an interesting concept. Do you do what you do at the exact same similar time every day? No. You, you never paint at the same no. time? No. And I don't understand why calling the muse has to be at a certain time every day. I think that was just the way that, no, that one that, guy that said was Stephen to Pressfield's, do it. You know what I mean? Exactly. But just... The idea of like divine inspiration. Yeah, I believe that exists. Has it ever happened to me? No. I don't think I'm... But uh, I think your art is so amazing. So it's sort of like you don't smell your fart because you're in it. You know what I mean? But yeah. you're su- people think you're super talented. You're like, oh, I, I'm not that good or whatever. That, that's just... Your own perception. That aside, I just sit down and um, draw. I don't, uh, I get high and I draw. So I owe it all to marijuana, any success I have. The problem is that the Simon, the problem is that yeah. Simon can be incredibly, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Simon can, Simon can be fairly judgmental towards other people's art. So I think it's why he has trouble showing his. That's my opinion. No, 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 no. no, no. That's, okay. that's Don't awful. judge lest you shall be judged sort of thing. Maybe, maybe just a bit. Because I think your art's good too. And I can't figure out why you don't share it in some way, shape or form. Um, Like you could be an NFT fucking, you could be rich off ETH right now. Well, I'm, I'm ready to go for that. Let's do it. Well, I've been talking to you about it for well, months. Well, I told you I'm ready. You Just tell me what to do. You're going to do ecstasy? No. Yeah. He's going to do a bunch of ecstasy. I will. Oh, the I NFT. Yeah, the NFT. Ching, no. ching. I will do the ecstasy too, though. And he was saying, <laughs> it's almost like a defect that we need validation. Like, we need to know we're doing good at something to keep doing it. But actually, if you just keep doing it, you'll get good at it. Yeah, that's a double-edged sword. But I think there's a lot of proof against that as well. There's a lot of people that have spent a lot of time doing something and people have been like, it's a waste of time. This is stupid. This is stupid. And they succeed. And they succeed. Yeah. Uh, Double edged sword. I'm just saying, you know, it's the other side of it. Isn't it crazy that Joe Rogan senior has never tried to get something from Joe Rogan jr. After all this time, you think, you know, those lousy dads usually come back uh, with their hands out when the kid gets famous. It's going to sound awful, but I give the guy a bit of credit for it. It takes a lot of tact to you know, he walked away and he's like, okay, Stay well, away. I walked away. That's on me. You know, I, I sold a, or I he's walked like away Rick, from a winning lottery Ricky Bobby's ticket. dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, this always uh, gets uh, sensitive for me when they talk about this dad stuff. Well, then it became this. There was like 15, 20 minutes here where it was uh, like a therapy session. It was for me too. I bet. Yeah. I, 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 my stepfather's amazing and everything, but I don't think it'll ever be resolved for me not knowing who my dad is have you tried i i've tried to reach out email uh people have known him it just so it's he's from, alive out there somewhere i don't know that okay that's it, what I was... it, but it's from so long ago there's nowhere to pick up digital um trail gotcha do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. there's no way i ever knew of an email address or anything like that and what are you do you mind me asking what you're hoping on getting from like tracking him down at this point? I'm not trying. He asked me if I've ever tried to track him down. I'm just saying it's never been resolved that I don't know who my dad is. Yeah. Like Joe said, having kids, I could never imagine not knowing them. So that's my fairy tale that I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You there, want, you there's want, some guy out there who's tortured that he, he's never talked to me, but he could be like, it's just, I know it's an unanswered question. And I don't walk around like um, wounded, but when it comes up a discussion, it feels too close to home. 
No, but I mean, that's what you want, though. Best case scenario is that he's out there and he contacts you. And... I don't. I, I, if I found out he was dead, I don't know if I'd be sad or like figure. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I, I just know it, it's just a missing part. I can't put together. There's no one else can help me. Like it's just when I hear other people talk about it, I know a, a friend who's a comedian who never met his dad. And we 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 can talk about it in common. It's just common ground, but it's just like when it comes up, it's always a sore spot. And I remember when I was sixteen in rehab, I thought I had done enough therapy because they said this is one of the reasons why you're lashing out against your parents. And I thought then I dealt with it, but it never it can never be dealt with because exactly what Joe said couldn't imagine that. So either this guy's a horrible person. Or a uh, tortured person because he and 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 what am I on the other end? Well, that's what I was going to say about the potential of of meeting him or figuring it out. Is ignorance is usually bliss in these scenarios. It would be I would be too too um, anxious or I could imagine meeting him now or or what what I just as much as I I miss it out as a as a void. Like when Simon's asking what do I want, I couldn't tell you in a million years. Imagine if he was a billionaire. Imagine if it was Elon. Wow, I mean, it's obviously you know, <laughs> when 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 everything's going down. I'm like, I pray that you know what I mean. But um, he said waiting online for coffee. Thank so, you. There you go. That's the oh, it is. It though. is the debate's over. And then um, they were talking about that chaos book. You know, chaos, yeah. the Charlie yeah. Manson yeah. book, and um, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but. Oh, get I'm ready. I'm just going to point out that that's the exact same as Winds of Change. It's just the CIA operating in a, a different capacity. They've, yeah, they've just shifted over. But, like, that should tell you something right there. What should it tell us? Should tell you that they have their hands in probably everything. Well, oh, my God. I, I, we know that. Yeah, no, I'm just, I said, I'm going to beat a dead horse. But this- Listen, the more I think about it, the fact that Edward Snowden is not allowed in the U.S. is an indictment on the entire system in total. Because no, you can't say shit if you, if you find anything wrong. By the way, did you see what he did this week? He was invited. This is insane. So there's a Canadian guy. He's from Ontario, I believe. And he's been barred from trading by the Ontario Securities Commission. And he invited Edward Snowden to one of his summits via like Zoom, Zoom, or yeah, Skype. whatever Skype, sure. And Snowden comes on and starts talking. And then he's like, you know, I find it very odd that you would bring me on. Uh, I'm a whistleblower. This is kind of like what I'm well known for. Um, and then he pulls up an article about how this guy ran a Ponzi scheme. And like bilked people out of like a ton of money. And he goes, is this you? And the guy's like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, well, yeah, then in good conscience, I can't be part of this because I believe that you're just here trying to scam these people out of their money. So he did his due diligence. Yeah. And then they cut the thing off and the guy was like, okay, so uh, we're going to take a little break. Awkward. uh, Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. But I don't know, man. After this whole Edward Snowden thing, you know, as much as Simon's fucking wins a change thing is it, it. I don't know. It's definitely a corrupt system beyond. Well, you wouldn't believe uh, there was a story on the Hill about how many movies the, the Department of Defense has to prove. 
Like yeah, spe- that's crazy. Especially if you want to use something. Well, this movie- anything that involves a special op that actually happened has to go through that. Any of that. But there's movies that you don't even think why, what does the military even care about this? But they definitely have an intention of how they want things perceived. So CIA writing wins a change. Make a kid's book, whatever, is like, duh. Can I also say this, though? It might have something to do, something slightly less sinister. There was a movie called what was it, The Program. It was a football movie. Remember yeah, it? Watch that. Okay, so if you saw the if you saw the program in theaters the first week, which I did with my old man, there was a scene in it where they went and like I guess he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the, the young QB star. And he went out into the middle of the highway or the road and laid down on the line markers, the lane markers, and was reading his sports illustrated. Yeah, I remember that. And the whole team did it. They were all on yes, a line yes, marker. Yes, yes, yes. And I guess like second week the movie was out, some kid went and did it and obviously got clipped by a car. Now, my, I bring that up only to say, Kamar, Joe did it this episode. They might just be trying to per- peruse movies to be like, this sort of attack has never happened. And you're just giving someone an idea. Like, you know what I mean? Like a Hollywood producer could come up with an idea that they could be like, this might actually put someone... I'm just playing devil's advocate. Uh, I believe one. it's they want to maintain a narrative. I believe that nothing as well. could ever be seen. Like our military is doing bad shit. I agree totally. I'm just saying it could also have to do with which or, is weird because have you seen Without Remorse? No. So that just came out. It's a new Michael B. Jordan. It's all about Russia versus America. I was watching it, yeah. and it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you know how to think, hey Simon. It's a. It's interesting. It was good enough. What I want to know about the because uh, he he told this guy about the uh, drugs. The MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. Where are these agents? Do you think they've all been killed? I think the ones that aren't killed are still part of the program. Still being used to yeah. fucking. But do you, do you know what I mean? People? You'd assume that you have. Yeah, we used to give guys drugs. Like I just haven't seen that that whistleblower or that person come clean. Well, you probably got it right in the first place, Kamar. You didn't know about them, and you don't know that they're gone. This goes back to what I was saying earlier, though. Is like it's so weird to me. Like if you're in the CIA. And you disappear people, or you know that people get disappeared. How could you ever retire? Because you know you fear of getting disappeared. This is what I'm saying: is like, can you ever just no? Then go on with your life, like that's or maybe crazy. I don't know. Do you just have to Mike Baker? Unless, unless Maddie, you have to give something before you. You know what I mean? Like like they've compromised you, so if you give anything up... If they up, have videos of you with little boys or whatever the case is, then but you But maybe can that's go. just it, is maybe it's like you're, you've compromised yourself through working here. Leverage. That's yeah, what I thought just, was happening in Without Remorse, though. You haven't seen it yet? No. But at the beginning, I thought those guys were loose ends, not a revenge thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, Simon? Mm-hmm. And all the things we've learned and all the things there's so little people... That we know we're we're involved that have come forward or deathbed like I did this. It's 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 concerning almost. But just back to what you know you were saying, Kamara. Uh, they make uh, they write a song to take down a wall. Like Which it's is a, a, but it's a positive thing. Well, it's a little more egregious when you're making a serial killer. You know what I mean? Uh, Charles Manson is yeah. a serial killer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless. It's egregious that you let that slide, but I doubt that was the intent. Just the way, like, Ted Kaczynski. They were using him. Well, I... Simon, I think they also... I see what you're saying. But again, getting out of control, you were... They then used him to their benefit. 
Like, and now what, we can't find one person to say, yeah, we did, and some of us want to take him down, but we got just one person. Well, this I, guy's I whole book exist. is. And he said when that guy's book came out, they shut the program down. Yeah. And that book just came out. Yeah. So. So they just it, shut the program it, it, down. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. And by shutting it down, was they killed everyone? Or they said, okay, <laughs> pack it up, guys. We're going somewhere else. Well, I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, no, I just. I, they I, probably I, skimmed the fad at the same time. It's an interesting, it, I don't know. Because it's just recent enough. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'd be hard to press to be complaining. Why isn't there someone about JFK who can tell us what really happened, whatever? That's removed enough, but this seems like... Again, because maybe it doesn't have to be a huge group of people who knew. It could have been five people, and but I guess they're the, never going to talk. That person has to be burdened with their conscience of what they did and wanting to... Unless they thought killing JFK was going to make the world a better place. Like, we talk about that all the time, right? A bad person doesn't think they're doing bad things necessarily. So these guys thought uh, making a Charles Manson made the world a better place. I guess so. Well, you can see it as a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Like, they, you know, there's always that argument, like, there's always going to be casualties. Well, they were trying to discredit a movement yeah. that they looked at fearfully, obviously, because they went to this lengths to discredit it. Mm -hmm. So they thought they were doing that for the better good. It's scary and it's sad, but like... One of the crazy things he uh, talked about Rick Rose again, or Rick Ross, sorry. Yeah, not Ricky Rose. How he had the time to become a lawyer. Like He had a lawyer. Well, that, all he has is time. But, but he, he got charged, had a lawyer, and went to jail. So his lawyer... Wasn't great. Wasn't great because he didn't know about the triple jeopardy thing. But how many men and women are in jail right now that aren't go getters and don't? You know what I mean? Ninety. So they're wrongfully. All of them, pretty much. Yeah. I can't remember what the saying is, but there's some. Oh, there's who some, are there wrongly? There's yeah. some saying in like rich circles. It's it's basically that like money will get you off of pretty much anything. Like all you need is you show me a good enough lawyer, and they'll get you off or get you the minimum. So pretty much everyone that's in jail didn't have a good enough lawyer. It's, you could argue. It's bewildering. Except Ghislaine. She probably had a great lawyer. You know what's interesting? He was talking about uh, marriages and arranged marriages when he was talking about his little town there he was staying in. Mm -hmm. And how a lot of the times it would start as, you know, like a contract of family. Yeah. If you want to put a it that dowry. way. Yeah. And then it would, well, a contract of family, meaning like the husband and wife agree that they're going to be together so they can okay, make more human enough. beings. Okay, you sure, know? yeah. And then it would develop into love most of the time. Because look, if you're stuck with somebody for that long and they're and, the opposite sex, that's probably going to happen, you know? And the man would pr protect the woman as well. Well, that too. There was a lot that went into that family contract, right? But here we get to decide who we want to marry and it's like a 50% divorce rate, you know? So obviously... Even though it sounds oppressive, it seems like it might be more successful. It, maybe it's just the but way that... you can't that, argue that it's more successful. If you can't, if there's no option of divorce, then you can't argue it's more successful. Were they not allowed to divorce yes. ever? Yeah. At this point, I wish I'd been involved yeah, in a well arranged marriage. Uh, you, I, yeah, but you, what you're saying is I wish a woman had been forced to marry me. That's I what you're saying. Or <laughs> a woman, like, I, a wo a wo a woman was forced to be with me. Um, but I'm wondering. I like, think they don't like, get divorced because they don't know it exists. Does every well, woman 
um, look at it that way? Like, probably not, right? It's cultural again. It's cultural. Like the Uyghurs. Exactly. No, <laughs> well, it's not like the Uyghurs. That's not the same thing. But that's the argument, though, is like, you know, you could just... You can argue like, well, no, we're just a, we have slaves. This is our fucking, yeah, yeah. this is our culture. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah, how we that's do things. It's just like sometimes I think like uh, a human being could think, you know what? Life's too hard. I'd rather be in jail. Sure. Do you, you know, like three squares a day and whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't get shanked. I don't have to worry about anything. The same thing is like, as you get older, in your 20s, you'll fucking sling dick, whatever, throw it around like. There's always be hot girls coming, but as you get older, it's sort of like, look at two rocky chairs and one of them is going to be empty. Yeah. But you don't know that till you get older and look back and go, oh, I squandered that relationship or, oh, I I should have cared more about that. Then that's what I meant by arranged marriage. I don't want the actual forcing to be together. Yeah. Obviously that sounds wrong, but. No, no, I understand what you're saying, Kamar. Just being put in a situation, maybe where you gotten somebody pregnant and then you were forced into this relationship. Oh, I wish. And then I it wish. worked out. I think that ties back to my dad stuff. That you want to have a kid? Oh, just rewrite it or, or rewrite history or not be the, because I haven't done what he's done yet that I know of. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, I mean, I would. I don't know what I would do if I found out I had a kid out there that I've been neglecting all this time. That would be devastating to me. But I hold on. But is it neglect if you don't know? Isn't that like Schrodinger's cat? It's not neglect because you didn't know. That's crazy. That's a crazy. It's, it's but, not. It's but not, it could still hurt you. It's not that willing you didn't for know neglect. Them. Exactly. But I agree with that. But yeah. to call it neglect is just uh, that's the wrong word uh, across the board. You haven't been neglecting. something. I have you been neglecting. I've been absent of. That's fair. You can say that. And, yes. And that would break my heart if yeah. I'm involved could, in that. And I could understand why that would. Neglect would be more nefarious or me doing a bad job. Yeah, neglect has a uh, intent behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if all neglectful fathers like that uh, guy who just leaves. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, Joe said that his dad has another family, so he clearly just like wanted did to embrace wait. the family concept, just not with him. Yeah, which is, I mean, I, I almost find that one weirder. Well, that, that would be even doubly depressing to find out that my dad lives around the corner. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie with uh, oh, Jim Gaffigan where he has two families? No, Mary He's watched it, though, I think. two yeah. parallel lives. It's just crazy. I mean, that. yeah, that's the thing, Kamar, because like, that would hurt more, I think. Like, if you just found out that he went off to be a vagrant or, like, you know, just travel alone and do drugs and whatever, like, I feel like that's like, like Joe's story, I feel like is worse. He's with like, his real family. Yeah, the what, ones he loves. That's what I'm saying. It's cold hearted. Yeah, it's super cold. But that's why you got to be, that's, I don't know. That's why you got to be careful as a kid. Wrap that shit up. Did you absolutely take it seriously? And did you guys see about the big case that he mentioned at the end? Sort of what was uh, timely enough to mention with this? The cheerleader didn't get on the cheerleading team. So it was at McDonald's, whatever, and Snapchatted, fuck chilling, chilling sucks, and she's been uh, suspended. Yeah, yeah. And so they're saying, like, you can't punish a kid for something they did off campus, off school hours. That unless, isn't even that egregious. <laughs> unless, unless, but but they're saying if it's disruptive to learning, then it's, like, if you, if you call your teacher 
um, a cunt, whatever, they can reprimand you. And you can say, free speech. I'm just expressing myself. Because you're interrupting the class or whatever. You That's know a little what different, mean? though. It's absolutely different. This has gone to the Supreme Court. As it probably should. But they're saying, in this time with online bullying, we need some leeway to sort of monitor these kids and have um, repercussions for if they do something. Because if you bully a kid and then they drop out of school... You are being disruptive to learning. But you, that's the wildest stretch it's the, ever. It's the stretch that the... Well, you, you often will uh, side on the, the... It's not deplatforming, but overreach or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, how far is too far? What's the slippery slope? Again, I only support it because it's the free market. And I think if they want to do that, we should all just leave Twitter. I don't use Twitter. I'm on Facebook maybe once a week for a minute and a half, if that, just to see that no one cares still. And then I'm gone. So... For that, for me, I'm like, listen, if you want to protect your company by saying, we don't want to have abusive people on here, we don't want that speech, then go ahead and do that. But the market will come back and you will probably get bit in the ass. That's how I look at it. The same way if you had a company, I wouldn't expect you to just on free speech basis, let anyone say whatever they wanted in your store. You know, it's just, it seems crazy. But I'm forced free speech. You have to be. I have to listen to this guy. And, and just the same way it was like, so the girls wearing the black armband to protest the Vietnam War, but there was kids in the school that was like, "You're protesting my family that died, fighting your country." That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean the same with the Kaepernick. Someone's thing. always going to be offended. I always found it insane that people were like, "He's disrespecting my brother who's overseas fighting." I was like, I, I always found that your one brother's weird. fighting like, for him. Your to brother's kneel. fighting for him to kneel or for him to do whatever the fuck he wants. So if you really want freedom, that's kind of the idea behind it yeah shitting on that seems more racism than fighting for free speech shitting on shitting on the kneel oh yeah for sure seems more racism uh hiding behind the, yeah, the guy the veil of, the veil it, of it, it, it just doesn't add up no i agree i couldn't like i don't know and again that was the thing there were certain there were certain football players that were like i'm not going to kneel because my brothers and like fine you don't have to kneel in solidarity you don't have to i don't that's fine you don't have to make it seem like it's an egregious offense and just like... That's the other thing. Just let it go. If you don't want to kneel, that's your choice. Burn but the flag. Yeah. It's like uh, I posted that Tucker Carlson thing this week. He wants, <laughs> He went on his show and was like, if you see a kid wearing a mask outside, you should call Child Protective Services. It's child abuse. And you should call the police. And I was like, okay, well, that's that seems like a bit much, Tucker, but <laughs> whatever. I think almost these guys are going over the top because there's getting a gray area where they're looking to sue them and stuff. And so I am saying buck wild shit. <laughs> so you can't take, they're all trying to hide behind that. Well, maybe, I don't know. You know what I mean? What the whole, what, what are they hiding behind though? Well, Tucker said, he, I'm not actually news. It's more like, it's more entertainment gotcha. than whatever. Yeah. And, and that's why I said the same thing as Anderson Cooper's a, a classier way to take it in than Sean Hannity. But I find, Tucker Carlson's a classy way to take it in than Chris Cuomo or, or whatever, but they're all this opinion It's the media. whole Vince McMahon approach where you run into problems and you're just like, oh no, we're pretend now. Yeah, it's all, it's all whatever just Whatever suits me best. And I think that's how they have to be viewed. It's too bad. Versus citing them in an argument or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. E either way. Uh, I was given a little bit of thought to... Um, religion mm -hmm. and 
like the good parts of religion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and kind of what makes all religions the same is the faith right like everybody has to have this like belief belief exactly i think i started thinking about it because of that show i'm watching the path okay i think that's what it's called the path yeah anyways um so even if you're like a matrix guy and you believe that there's like a creator of the matrix Mm -hmm. at some point like somebody has to create somebody you know what i'm saying like in order to create a computer program well no but hold on like so let's say you do believe let's say like me let's say you believe in the simulation okay and you go back far enough to like base earth or whatever elon calls it uh base reality okay you could can you not still argue that that could have just started out of a an actual big bang where particles just collided and then eventually we walked out of the fucking ocean right like then there doesn't have to be a creator it could just be yeah okay sure well and then the the creator shakes his head goes why did they make this religion thing i had no intention of that well, that too, but I'm just saying, Simon, like right now, like assuming this is reality, base reality, that's what we're living in. You know, right now there's two trains of thought that either someone created us, God, yeah. or that there was the Big Bang and then, you know, all that shit. So I'm just saying, even in yours, there's still that 50-50, isn't there? Yeah, I just feel like even in the Big Bang, you have to have faith in the Big Bang. So you're putting your faith in something, you know what I mean? Whatever you're calling it. I do, we get stuck on words, right? Well, that's faith in math and science, isn't it? Um, if you believe in the Big Bang, because you're just basically going off of what mathematicians and scientists have extrapolated from... No? I, I mean, I guess. Do you okay. guys... yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Do you okay. guys think religion would have worked better if there's just one? Well, of course, that's what they all argue. <laughs> do you, do you, but do you know what I mean? Does that, that just make sense, right? If we all just bought into one thing, all of us, yeah, Santa Claus, whatever it is, it'd be smooth sailing. But because we have consciousness and the ability to like question anything. But do you think it would be smooth sailing or just smoother sailing? Smoother sailing. Okay, would there, we there go, be yeah. wars if there was no religion? That's the big question. I well, guess. but let's 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 veer it over to what Kamar was saying. Would there be wars if there was just one religion? Okay, sorry. I don't that, think so. I don't think so. That, that's it. what I meant. If there was just, we all believe the One same thing. One story and we're all sticking to it. But I still there would believe still there would be, be wars. People would still fight for land. Yeah. They would still fight for love. We still fight for tons of shit. They fight, they just find something different to fight for. Did you guys, like Joe said, uh, when you were kids, you feel like when you were an older, there would be no war? No. I did. Really? Like just learning about the Vietnam War and stuff, and going, well, this is egregious. This will never happen again, and then it happens. But I, I honestly thought when we're old, there won't be war. Like I think we're we, too smart for that. I think we totally take for granted that like World War Two, those were moments where the world couldn't come to like a logical solution to something, and instead they had to physically fight each other. Like, With that's so a many less distractions, huge too. Fucking deal, man. Yeah. A huge deal. But we're like, because we didn't fight, we're removed from that as like a survivor's bias, you know? That's all you're totally. (laughs) But people are still fighting wars today. Yeah. In in whatever capacity that is. But I mean, again, there's been, there's, you know, there's been a million little wars that we don't know about over time. <coughs> we just know about the big ones. The and ones we think they might all be well because this is the one that could have changed you from you know Matt with an M to Matt with a K. There you go. 
Mucked. Mucked, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that it? Um, no, I mean, I have tons of stuff. Oh, we'll go. They were talking about um, Mormons for a while. Yeah. And it's just, we kind of touched on it earlier, but like, that's this young guy who wrote this book and yeah. all books, it's all just faith, right? Like at some point, what does it matter how old that person was? Because in the end, you're, you're putting your, your faith into like, okay, if it's, if you're going to believe yeah, and you believe in Scientology, yeah. It's no different than believing in um, Christianity. Like, I think either way, you're, you're, you've just decided to put your faith in a certain thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you've ever been impacted by something a 14-year-old said? Like, looked at the world differently? A 14-year-old opened your eyes I feel like you might have. Not me, though. <laughs> no. no I, I, I don't. I just meant TikTok. It was a joke. By, like, all the young... My point is, Kamar, you could just very well... If you're a Catholic, you could be listening to a 14-year-old. Who the fuck knows how old Jesus was? Let's keep in mind, Dad, maybe when you didn't know what a tornado was, but... Well, you could also argue that, like, if a kid... Now, I don't remember if it was that he wrote it or he transcribed it to someone who wrote it down, but, like, if, if it's a time where no one can read or write... And all of a sudden, a fourteen-year-old walks out of the bush and writes a whole book. You might back then like, be like wisdom not well, exist. He, or... he could write. They could write. Oh, I'm just saying, not a lot. There was probably a high illiteracy rate back then. Well, it wasn't like they were fucking using stones to. I understand. It's not fucking 1200 BC. And the other thing is, the legend carries. Yeah. So generations, what we learned from a fourteen-year-old, I'm in. I mean, again, though, it's just what you're brought up with. You're blindly indoctrinated as a kid if it works for you works for and you. when you're a kid you don't ask a lot of questions and then you get older and you're like well why would i bother questioning this now it's worked this far god got me here and that's where the cycle continues we should all be mormons then should we gold tablets multiple wives i mean the, jesus christ need? the church of latter-day saints the mormons they're nice they are very nice very polite people have either of you seen the book of mormon yeah i have not i saw it it's good and just like they said <laughs> If you had the book of the Quran, we got another war. People would die. Yeah. They're, 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 they can laugh at themselves, that's for sure. Oh, my God. And, yeah, Joe is big on that whole Mayans being decimated by the disease. The pandemic. Yeah. 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 Which probably makes sense. I mean, I don't see why it would be any different when a different civilization comes over. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes good it sense. seems like it's close enough, though, that there should be more documentation about that versus trying to figure out what happened in Egypt. That's why it seems more nefarious, like we like they hit it on purpose or something. Well, I mean, we hear about Columbus smashing the baby's head, so <laughs> I don't know how that got out, but it was suppressed until... Well, we know for sure, just a little more recently, is like when they go into Iraq... Or places like that, the dissidents, they fucking smash the shit out of the museums and all. And that's kind of present time. That's what we have left, and they want to get rid of it. So imagine what they were doing when it was, you know, but, on the streets. Come on, I'm pretty sure the Mayans were well before Columbus. But long after the Egyptians. Just just, just, yeah, just as far as record. The Mayans were, I think, 2000 BC or uh, something like that. But that's what I'm saying. That's 4,000 years before Columbus. And the well, Incas 3, were... Not Columbus, that. but they had contact with the con 
conquistador. Yeah, sort of. I think whoever came over, that was the dying embers of like. Yeah. Uh, I just meant record keeping would be the most accurate, if that's even a word, or, or reasonable to find old descriptions. Well, I mean, 4,000 years is a long time to keep records. That's all I'm saying. At least it seems that way. But what do I know? I'm and I'm not sure of those dates either, Matt. It could have been 1,000. It could have well, been what do I know? Whatever. Let Maybe us know, it was listeners. even after that, actually. Hold on. I'm going to look right now. Either way, I just felt like the Mayans were far removed from Columbus as far as the well, then who the does, baby head then who does the Mayan, who does Columbus um, eradicate when he gets here? What are you talking about? The Native Americans. Well, I thought those, okay, hold on a sec. Those yeah. are not Mayans. No, you're right. They weren't Mayans. They weren't Mayans. You're right. You're right. You're right. I but they the, might have been the remnants of the Mayans. Um, well, I mean, that's, north. that's a different argument to have, but uh, I guess we can we can have that one. Are you looking this up, Simon? I'm looking up Mayans, yeah, when the culture was. I'm going to guess uh, 1000 BC, 250 bucks to make, early box Ma- office, early Maya, 4 million. Early Maya, 18 BC to 258. 2000 BC, that's... Uh, yeah. 2000 years 2000 ago. BC to 250 AD, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. 2000 years ago, Columbus was like, you know, a couple hundred years ago. Sailed the ocean sea in uh, 18, no, 1643 yeah. or something. There's definitely a gap. A huge gap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least as far as records keeping, that's all I was talking about. I wasn't trying to. There's still a long time for things to get destroyed. Um, what was your but point it would have been mines? after the big flood. So, I mean, you're right, Kamar. There should be way more left. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on this whole conspiracy. Hey, not thing. way more, just something. Yeah, but again, about. there wouldn't. But again, if a pandemic ripped through a, a culture back then super quick, you might not have time to document it. If it really killed, if it had a high mortality rate, or if they even realized that's what it was doing. Well, that's an, yeah, That's a great point. They might have had no fucking clue. And then just boom, everyone's... All you people just get sick. And there's no Joseph Smith left to take good records of it. So pass on the notes. What are you reading there, Simon? More Mayan stuff? No, I want to know when the Inca Empire was now. I believe right after them. I'm going to say 1000 AD. But that's a fucking guess. No wrong guesses. Sorry, I'm just taking this out here. It's fine. This is great podcast. 1438 to 1533. So way that off, would have been uh, closer to who was... That was closer to Columbus. To Columbus. There could be some actual drawings It was shit. the Incas. And they would have built on top of the Maya culture. So probably shared a lot of the same kind of spiritual values. Fricky coattails. Sure. Either way, you were talking about, uh, you were talking about religion, weren't you? I don't remember. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. Whatever. And then, um, yeah, he talked about microaggressions and how if you, just by acknowledging them, that's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. I thought that was interesting. Like once you make them a thing, then of course people are going to have them, have them exactly, or be triggered by them or how the N word still still contains its sting. So the more that you create, the but he more also mentioned you create. He also you know? mentioned though that that didn't mean that there wasn't some hurt on the end of it for the person receiving it. No, of course, people are human. I get it, but it's almost like you're asking for the hurt. Yeah. You're oh, Yeah, I don't know, it's like a glutton for punishment almost. This is this is the point I wanted to bring up that I forgot earlier was I found it 
I find it weird. Joe does this a lot. He has this open platform that he knows millions of people listen to. And he, like, imagine if you're a shitty person in California and you had no idea that you could invade someone's house if you were just high on drugs. But now you've heard it on the biggest platform in the world. So you're just going to go invade a Dude, bunch of houses high how, on drugs. How is that how a thing? He, how did he find that out? It's in From the Chido news. Santino? Okay, but... I don't think this is some secret. Like, that information's out there. Well, that was like you last week telling people they could uh, steal anything under $800. When did I say that? <laughs> you were telling me in L.A. Oh, yeah. It, you can just walk into a store and steal anything that's under $800. You yeah. can? Holy shit. It's like we don't even do the he same podcast. No, uh, I, I, you can't see the, my big look at my face. I was implying I'm on my way to L.A. And then I'm going to New York. To whatever I fenced to uh, get a prostitute. Actually, Simon, this is crazy. I read an article. They, it got so bad. They raided this. Uh, they raided this warehouse. I think it was in L.A. It was somewhere in California, and the warehouse had like millions of dollars worth of healthcare products that people had stolen from CVS, and they had like an online business where they would sell these products online out of this warehouse for like discount prices. It was. It's fucking insane. And all because of this law, they would just send people into CVS, be like, just fucking steal whatever. Jesus Christ. It's like the phase two CVS. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. I'll, and then I'll... they'd open like an eBay store called CVSS. No, it's I mean, a lot better than stealing the newspapers. It looked, well, yeah. It looked like a legit website, like you were buying from, you know, a reputable fucking source. But no, this is just some dude with a warehouse. Anyway, what were we talking about? How did I get on that? We were talking about Mormons. I don't know. Oh, we were no, we were about saying Mormons. Joe sometimes. Yes, yeah. Will tell people yeah. how to get in the back door. I mean, I always used to say, I'll never forget it when Facebook introduced the check-in thing. People, I remember everyone would be like checking in at the bar or whatever. I was, I was like, why are you doing that? Like, not that I ever had anything to steal, but I was like, now someone knows you're at a bar and that you're going to be here for the next like four hours. I wonder though, because at one point. Um, in the Santino episode, sorry to jump around, I will, I will forget otherwise. He was like, "Let's let's find out who this chiller is." And Joe's like, "No, no, let's not. Yeah, let's not broadcast." Joe, sounds that. like Joe's. A you say investment. he's broadcasting that you can, uh, yeah, kill someone if they're under two or whatever. Yeah. Like when people now know they do it, I think that stuff is all common. All like he tries to Fair speak enough. only thing that everyone else knows about. This. this is in the news or whatever, and I'm just repeating it. I think. Did you know about it before that? Nothing they say surprises me anymore. Like when you well, found that's out not the question, but did you know that before? Did I know that um, that you could invade someone's house as long as you were, if you were high, you wouldn't be convicted? I did not know that. Did I know that uh, rioters were getting released? Like all these things, I I don't actually know it, but they just all say it. You know what I mean? Fair enough. And th not that I don't think that applies here. But I want to run Ruckshaw anywhere and riot. It seems like that would be the biggest one they're saying. All these Macy, all these riots, they're getting off. They are. They would only propagate to go, go further. That would be irresponsible on everyone's part. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't believe it, but we have these stories that you steal under 800, so it all doesn't surprise me. Well, that's why I was asking if that was even true. Dude, I'll pull up 10 videos for you before we do the post, Joe. It's just like, it's a free-for-all at these fucking CVSs. It's insane. And there's, like, good Samaritans trying to help. And the CVS people are like, don't. Just leave them. Just leave them. Don't get involved. It's fucked. Crazy. 
Yeah, it's definitely not a good time for California. That's for sure. But they're going to recall Gavin Newsom, I believe. So you replace him with Caitlyn Jenner. No, that's. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think Kamara's right. I've given up. Although Caitlyn Jenner came out yesterday on TMZ and said, uh, "Transgender, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck this up. Transgendered girls shouldn't play sports with girls." Did I say that? You can't say it. Okay, whatever. Just, we, we got canceled. Adrenochrome. <laughs> try to, try to say Adrenochrome. <laughs> Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. We're trying to say it. <laughs> it's like Candyman. If you say it three times, then you get canceled. Trump uh, appears if you say it three times. Yeah, exactly. With horns. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I that's mean, it? There, there was more, but did you, what, you, you have more there, Kay? No, no, it was, it was, this guy was super thoughtful, hate, loathed. He used the word loathe Trump, which I think is a great adjective for what people do to someone rather than hate or something. I think that was a good choice of words. But um, at the end of the day, he's for freedom of speech, and we all know why, from the ACLU guy to whatever, why it is so important. Yep. Because people, like he said, the student said, yeah, only people with power use freedom of speech, but it's, it's the only power you have. When you have no power. Well, when you take away freedom of speech, you're hurting the very lowest person down on the rung because those are the person who need the freedom of speech the most to complain about the oppression by their own fucking government. Exactly, fucking mundo. Yeah, it's I a real fucking quadruple edged sword. If though. the right people are hearing it, though. That's a square sword for anybody who's paying attention. And that is a very, very, very devastating weapon. <laughs> a square sword, yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. That's what I'd use in the apocalypse, Kamar. Just. Taking it all object. for the square full sword. Circle, the square sword. Okay, sharpened on all four square the sides. The squared. Okay. Oh, I'm the squared. Patenting like it right I like now. That a lot. I've actually never seen a square sword, but I'm going to invent one. I like that. Sharp yeah. on all ends. I'm going to have to become a blacksmith. I can't wait for that. Then I'm going to enter that show just to bring it all full circle. The first Jewish blacksmith. You know that uh, reality show, Matt? Yeah. Where they make Black, the swords. Blacksmithing. That's not, okay. not what it's called, but it's called. Um, oh fuck! Wait. Sharp? Allergies are killing sharp? It's called sharp. I no, don't think it's called fuck. sharp. This is bugging me now. Do you know, Kamar? What? What that show is what called. What the blacksmith show is called. No. Okay, well, Angus. No, He's no, so I angry. To find it. I am very angry. No, it's, I meant Kamar was no. angry that you even asked him. No, I'm not angry. I just, it, it, it's too old for me. It's a knife making <laughs> show. <laughs> it's not my, yeah. it's out of my age demographic, yeah, so I'm true. unaware yeah. of it. It can doesn't we, have a 14-year-old rapper in it. Kamar, so. can you rate this episode then so we can finish this? Great discussion. Up. Powerful. A lot of people got to hear it. I give this a 4.2. 4. Forged in fire. Forged, Forged in fire. fire. You were close. No, it wasn't even close. Not, S- sharp. That's S- what I called it. Smithing with knives. <laughs> uh, Simon, what do you rate it? Uh, this one I will give a uh, three and a half. He was really? a very thoughtful guy, hmm. but like... I don't know, man. It's, it didn't feel like we broke any new ground on this episode at all. No, I give it a four and a half. I really liked it. I thought this was easily the best one of the week. I thought all the Nepal stuff, like the, yeah. the Iran stuff, I thought it was super cool. Oh my god! I, again, I gave it a three and a half. I thought it was great. I just no shade, Dory. He's doing the full. Uh, he's doing the real Portnoy. Yeah, it was like three and a half uh, is now the five bar, pretty much. Well, he, he gave I, it eight one to a Miami pizza the other day, so things happen. Dude, he gives out. He's given out like. Maybe ten ratings over eight. That was the last thing he he was talking about. How like rats have just been deified by us, but they might be like our best friends if treated correctly. Saying there was monasteries, whatever the rats were cool. No, and rats chill. are disgusting. They're fucking gross, and they're not our best friends. I love how he's they like, "Have you seen disease. that?" And 
Joe's like, have you seen it? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, you've seen the video? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, Jamie, pull that up. He's got to see it. He, the guy was like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was from that documentary, Rats. Go right at home. I don't remember. Have you seen that documentary? No, no, no. Oh, my God. You have to watch that. That paints it with a fucking It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there. Maybe China had it removed. But, um, yeah, (laughs) they show fucking, like, rats on Garbage Day in New York. That's so fucking gross, dude. You know that the... You've heard this. There's more weight to the rats than there are humans in New York City. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. That's crazy. Think about how small a rat is. Simon, think I, about how many people live in New York City. If that stat is correct, so like they live, live in there, Hollow Earth, you obviously. see rats all the fucking time. Oh, it's like so it's, gross. Not, it's, it's so gross. I might be grasshoppers too. That works. I saw ten rats a day. If you took the sub, if you take the subway, you're seeing a rat. There's Ugh, no denying it. It's so gross. It's really gross. It grosses me out. Well, don't ever move to New York. Well, I definitely wouldn't. All right, that's been a show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Uh, there are a few uh, socials that you should follow us on. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. They're both at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Um, we have a subreddit. It's reddit.com slash or r slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to uh, join the conversation, feel free to jump on there. It's getting up there. We had four, I think we're at 420 now. Hey. Um, that's a very small number, but whatever. Jump on. There's a, 10%. It's some nice, you know, it's some nice uh, conversations on there. Some people shit on me, and that's fun, too. Um, what else? We have a YouTube. If you want to watch the show, it's youtube.com slash podcast. If you want to see what the fuck we look like, you'll be so disappointed. I can't even describe it. Like, describe in the description below. Let's <laughs> also do that. Like and describe. It's fine. He would like you to like and subscribe. Uh, and there are links in the description below. Um, and then, of course, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, for that $5 a month, you will get the post-show. Uh, it's the show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk about some non-Joe stuff. I think that's it. 53 is what I need The catalog. <laughs> what Kamar said there was there are 53... This won't age wells on the <laughs> Patreon that you will also get. 53 hours of us. Yeah. Big full of shit. So there you go. 53 bonus hours where we go back. We listen to old shows. That's up there too. Kamar's not wrong. Um, that being said, we uh, want to thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you uh, enjoyed the show. We hope you have a great week. Have a great weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.